podcast charge. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 125 of Lost in Translation 1. I'm May. And I'm Jack. And this time we watched Karada's Revenge. Or Smash Karada Zambition. Fligged Yatagaramo. And Memory is the First Thing to Go. Or Master's Memory Yurasade, The Lost Band. news this week there's not really any digi news but for lost news lately mon we got mad fest passes which is the madman anime festival i got a ticket i got made to come with staff yeah so we both um applied for media passes also new blog posts but i've been posting these basically a lot so i won't talk about all of them but they're about digimon and stuff and reviews also the sixth strap for the latest trice rubber straps was really like revealed finally by me um it, it is exactly what everyone thought it would be but i i guess people are expecting something else because this one was too obvious but no it turned out to be the obvious one well what was that well, I'm not going to tell them because I'm, the people might want to know. They want to, may want to read the blog post and be surprised. Are you telling me that it's not Yggdrasil? It's not Yggdrasil. Well, that's disappointing. Obviously, they're not very confident about that design, huh? Maybe they don't know a, no design from them. Well, here's a concept. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're not going to show that at all. And we got some art from Ellie Vorg. Ellie Vorg drew Dracomon flicking Lotmon. <laughs> it was really cute. Ellie Vorg said that they uh, had to devolve Erdramon to be a Dracomon because otherwise Erdramon doesn't really have flicking utensils. Yeah, got a tail. Go on, bam. And on to The first episode that we're watching this week is called Karata's Revenge, or Smash Karata's Ambition, Flight Yatagaramon. What do you think will happen in this episode? Um, wait, Yatagaramon? Yatagaramon. Like, like Yatagarasu? Like, like, what's the, that? The Black Raven? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking in that case that Falcomon... Fal- what does Falcomon evolve into? Pekmon. Pekmon's going to evolve into the next level, and that'll be a whole thing. Um... Kurata's revenge. What's he even getting revenge for? Well, he's salty, but he got a little bit of spook from the digital world. Yeah, once. but he's already gotten tons of revenge for that. Yeah, he wants more revenge, apparently. So, I mean, I guess he, he you know, kills Mercurimon and goes on a murder rampage. See, I told you Mercurimon was a Leomon. You're right, he is. He died. Everything that dies is a Leomon. That's not how that works. Ken's brother, Leomon. <laughs> Leomon, Leomon. Jury's mother, Leomon. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Leomon. So, I don't know, Ikuto will come to a conclusion that I'm... It doesn't matter if I'm human, I'm still protecting the digital world, because this is still my, my real home. I human! Because my, my actual parents have disappeared forever and I'll never see them again. Um, so, yeah, then he'll evolve his Digimon again, and it'll be a whole thing. Mm. He'll beat up a Gizmon AT, I guess. Apparently. Do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? Kurata, everything he says and does, like, honestly, I'm so sick of him already. Because he's not... I don't don't care about his motivation. His motivation is, Digimon is scary! Mm -hmm. Mm. And he cries a bit, and then he invents anti-Digimon guns, which I can respect. Do you think it'll be a good episode? No. What rating? Five. not Not too bad, but not great either. Filler or filler? Filler or not filler? I can't talk not right now. Not filler particularly. 
Anything else you want to predict about the first episode? No, let's move on. The second episode is called Memory is the First Thing to Go or Masaru's Memories Erased? The Lost Bond. James Bond. Um, I have no idea. It will probably be a silly Digimon's effect like Metal Phantomon that like busts his memory a little bit and he'll be like, what's an Agumon? I've never heard of that before. And then it'll all be resolved by the end of the episode. Do you think anything will be annoying? Um, if his like personality like really distinctly changes as a result... Or if it's done so extreme as, like, it's unbelievable. Because we know what he's like before he meets Argumon, which mm. is pretty much this, but he doesn't have an Argumon then. Whereas I think he's going to be, like, weird and aggressive, like, oh, I hate you. And, like, um the like the Atmon in Atmon, when they lose their memory. Right. Do you think it'll be a good episode? No. What rating? Four. Filler or not filler? Yes. Yes, filler? Or? Yes, filler. Okay. Anything else you want to say about the second episode? I'm tired. Let's go, go, go. All right. Let, let's uh, get ready to podcast. Yeah. The first episode that we watched this week starts off with how episode 24 finished with Akuto running to Marukimon and he says, look, I can treat you. I can I can heal you. And this is an interesting sort of thing because he's sort of applying this knowledge he learned as a Digimon to heal a Digimon and it's sort of like this sort of like warrior instinct. I never got the sense he actually knew how to heal him. He was just saying it in a hopeful way. Like, uh, I'm sure we can fix this. See, I didn't get this this way at all. I thought that it was his upbringing of being, you know, a, a, the Digimon warrior in the digital world, and they probably had some sort of maybe first aid training is not the right word for it, but they had some sort of knowledge on healing an injured Digimon. I would be shocked if at any point during the series we ever saw Ikuto displaying he had any sort of capability to do that at all. I feel like we've seen it before. I just can't remember. We definitely have not. I can guarantee you we have not. We've seen it the other way, where Ikuto was sick and people looked after him, mm. but we've not seen Ikuto look after anybody. Um, well, we, we have definitely seen Falcomon have knowledge about healing, yes. Sure, Falcomon can, but Ikuto can't, maybe. Well, maybe he was including um, Falcomon in that. Like, they, they can heal him. Now, that's... Well, Ikuto really is a human. He's like, I can do it. But which I mean, my, this tool I have of a Digimon can do it. But yeah. it's, it's basically me, because I'm the person. But I and I still got that impression because no other human was that. Oh, I I will heal you. This is this is done in a way that's like he, he has some sort of knowledge of healing in battle. I mean, he's a ten year old, and you, uh, unlike Toma, he's not a doctor. Yeah, but he has a different upbringing than a regular ten year old. He ha- he's lived in the digital world for ten years. I understand that, but you don't have the cap the capability of learning a lot of that stuff for most of the time. I I don't think he has the knowledge that he purports to have. Is what I'm trying to say. I know it's just an interesting thing that I picked up. Karada then says that it's no use, and his goal is Digimon genocide. That's a pretty unbelievable statement for someone to make. Mm. And he basically straight up just says what I've been saying this whole time is Digimon are scary, and so they should all die. See, so- I, I, see, I think that's that's a fine motivation. Like it's it's. it's- it's the same. It's probably better than any other motivation we've had. Of I want to rule the digital world because I want to rule the digital world. It's better than that. It's I, it's better than probably the majority of motivations in Digimon. Just like I want to rule the world. I'm not he's sure said, I he, agree. He just doesn't. He his pride got hurt. He didn't. He was hurt by Digimon. Like he was scared by Digimon. He thinks Digimon are all awful, and he's quite often shown to be like this deranged man. So it could also be just those sort of him thinking, oh yes, as soon as as soon as like they'll, they'll get near you and they'll get the chance, they'll they'll hurt you and kill you, and they're bad and they scared me, and like he's shown not to be 
the most like sane thinker at the moment. So I think it's actually fine motivation of, oh no, he, he I, I got scared and now I have to kill them all. Well, I understand that. But what I mean is that I can understand why a Digimon would say, you know what? I like, I want to rule the digital world. I understand the mecha- the mechanisms of power. And I think that, that is important because of the way I want to live my life. That makes sense. For this guy to say, I want to commit genocide of all Digimon. There are so many things going on here. First of all, he needs to convince all of these other people that he's correct. And if he is so unhinged that he got spooked once and that's a reason to commit genocide, um, I can't believe that he would be so unhinged and yet be able to actually convince anyone of anything. Jay, you do realize this is how wars, wars start, right? People say, I don't like this race of people, so I'm going to th- say things about them. Maybe they're not necessarily true, but I'm going to generalize a whole a whole group of people, a whole religion, a whole race of people because of s- maybe the actions of one individual. And oh, I I was I was I was thrown out of this cave by this mad Digimon, and he was on fire, and he wanted to kill me, and then we had to wrestle with it to get it away. I and think- then another Digimon, wanted, like this giant Digimon, another cave was trying to kill us, and it was scary, and we only just got free, and one of the humans is still there and got killed. It is terrible. It is awful, and we have to kill them. I'm I'm sorry. That is how all wars start. It's just- actually I think you're hilariously oversimplifying the way that wars start. Wars almost always arise out of either extremely old conflicts that reignite or over strategic elements that people really want. He doesn't. He never says I want parts of the digital world and the genocide's way to get them. That makes total sense, right? If say digital world, this would be actually very important if it had oil in it. And mm. it was what 2005. This would be really. Uh, it, it would be interesting around the time of the Iraq War. Yeah, we are like doing resource, this yeah. for reasons. It's not that. He needs to convince them on on the basis of being spooked. For example, right? How many people in the world have been killed by bears? I don't think... Is it more than two? I think it's more than two, yeah. It's definitely more than two. It's hundreds, thousands. Bears kill people. You know what we haven't done as a species? We have killed the sharks. Genocide the bears. We have killed the sharks. Yes. We have hunted sharks. But you know how sharks... Just because they they happen to kill a couple of people because people... Sharks aren't extinct. They exist. They're endangered. Great walk sharks. Some of them are, yes. Although... To be fair, a lot of that stuff has to do with, like, I think their fins are, medi- uh, are medicinal. So that's that's weird, right? Yeah. That has nothing to... That that's has a lot of animals. There has partially to do with the danger on them, but the human instinct is not kill all of them. And now you have to extrapolate this out to, A, we understand that these things are intelligent and sentient. We understand that now because a vast majority of the people on this expedition would have reported that back. Mm. And the people who vastly outranked this guy would have said that as well. Then also, it's not... I think fear is just one hell of a motivator. No, I understand thing. that, but it's it's a motivator to certain things. It I just don't think it can be a motivator to genocide because in the sense that imagine right if it turned out the moon had full uh, had full cities and uh, continents worth of aliens on it. We just didn't find out until the sixties. I'm, I'm sorry to like bring up you know World War Two and stuff and the Nazis, but you do okay. realize Hitler blamed the Great Depression on the Jewish people just because he didn't get into art school, right? Okay, like I mean, that's, I'm, I'm sorry that, that that's is, also a very much oversimplification the, the, of the but, issue. But yeah, I understand what you mean. That, that, but that, that also is, comes up history. Jay, that is on on the same sort of line of oh well, these Digimon are scared 
scary and I don't like them. I'm going to kill them. Okay, but that also stems and from... And a bunch a, of people believe that? That stems from hundreds, thousands of years of anti-Semitic um, thought coming out and racism that exists within people and the ability to convince a full nation about a certain way of thinking because they indoctrinated them over the course of five, ten years. It's so much more than one science man making anti-Digimon guns in his backyard who happens to have some mercenary friends. It's not the same thing. I'm just saying that... He thinks that 12 people can wipe out a full dimension's worth of beings. Well, clearly he's done a good job if he managed to kill a very large percentage of them. I don't think he did. Marukimon seemed to think so. A large percentage? He says that most Digimon are dead now? Yeah. He's never said that. I'm pretty sure he did. No, he said a lot of Digimon I'm are pretty, dead. I'm pretty sure at some point we had exposition and he said oh, the ma- killing off the majority of the Digimon. I would be shocked if he ever said that. I don't think that's what happened. Because that's I f- really out there. I feel like despite the digital world being a big place, I don't think it's necessarily like... I don't think it's a huge population on a big space. I think it's quite a, a smaller pop- population on a big space. I feel like there might be some places that are just unpopulated. Like, in previous seasons, we've just seen deserts which have nothing in them. I mean, sure, but we've only ever seen, like, a really small area of this place. And at the same time, they're able to spare hundreds and hundreds of Terramon and the bull or whatever. And that's only one species. And Mm. there's no way they're throwing the entire species of that in there, thinking that there are literally thousands of different kinds of Digimon. Also, it's possible that Karada hasn't thought things out very well. Yeah, but but That is a a possibility, and that... But if he hasn't thought it out very well, how are people following him? How is he convincing anyone of anything? He's a a good motivational speaker, clearly. He, He... He's, just because he's convinced people doesn't mean he's right. No, but I, under- I understand that. But the problem here is that he's so clearly manic and crazy that there's no way that anyone would be convinced by this. When you look back at... I, I hate using World War II in this, especially considering my own family's history, but you can understand how people thought in a certain way and how people were pressured to think in a certain way by a society that told them that something was okay. But when you look at this story... I can't envisage Kurata ever being effective, and I also don't believe his reasoning here. Well, Kurata, it just doesn't make sense. Kurata would have said so. All those disappearances were because of the Digimon and because they're evil, and they are. He hasn't said that. We don't know what he said to the. He's to, explaining his whole plan Jay, right now. Jay, what we're saying is what we're saying on how we c- convince the other people who are following Kurata to do what they're doing. And Kurata probably said something along the lines of, "Hey, look, Digimon have been coming here. They've been killing us." They invaded us, like, last week. They're, and even before then, decade ago, they were just making people disappear. These are Digimon. These are bad. We have to kill them because they are they are threatening our way of life. But that is already killing them. That's already their job. There's already a government organization doing it yeah, and cleaning them up pretty efficiently, fairly, considering. I know, but Karada could also argue they're not doing a good job because it's still happening. They're not... They're, they're returning them to the digital world. They're not, like, just killing them, killing them, and that makes them come back. And that's why Karada says, but with what I've invented, we can kill them, and they won't come back. Then why wouldn't he have given that to the government directly in a way that would have been public knowledge to everyone? I just consistently feel like the story is based around, isn't it cool that the Digimon police are a government body, and then they don't actually treat them that way. They keep throwing around terms that make it sound governmenty. but if you think about anything that has happened, it's complete nonsense. See, 
I just don't think you're open to accepting that it's actually f- well done or even because it's done clearly okay. not. I think you might be wrong. I think you might be wrong. Well, I don't know. I, I think th- Kurata's a laughing maniac saying <laughs> genocide, and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's our boss." Yeah, yeah, because, that makes perfect well, sense. Well, we've had Digimon do it, and this is much better than the time the Digimon just says, "I just don't like humans." But the Digimon is almost always completely powerful on a one-sided basis. Like Piedmon's just a powerful being by himself. So if he goes insane, I would understand, right? If if your Devimon is mad with power, it's because he personally has power. Oh, I was talking about Karada's um, power is entirely based on the fact that he has the government backing dude, him dude, for no, no reason. I was talking about the gods from Tamers. Well, they're gods. How we had the the Phoenix one who were just like, I just don't like humans. But I think a, you're all scum. But that's a god, right? Do you understand the difference between a god and a ra- There's a guy who's kind of qualified to do science. I think he thinks he he's knows god. some stuff. I think he has a very overinflated sense of worth. Yeah, but within the digital world, if you recognize that thing is God, it makes sense for you to follow that because they're God. Mm. This is Johnny Science Man who, who purportedly... Create, he can create his own Digimon. Like, that's pretty But they powerful. don't know that. They, they He hasn't told them about this. No, it's, it's he hasn't been now. open with it. And purportedly, he was not the leader of these mercenary... Oh, not mercenaries. These soldiers beforehand. So they've only just met him today as well. What are they doing here? As I said, I think they just believe in what... Karada's told them and just sort of like his followers in that way that he's sort of spouted this thing about how evil Digimon are and how Digimon are ruining our way of life and they're trying to defeat us, they're trying to invade our world, they're, they're, they're a force that must be stopped and dads aren't doing a good enough job of just holding them back. We need to completely destroy them and simply just destroying the way to get to the digital world isn't, isn't enough because they're finding their way through then why would and they he, must be eliminated. Then why would he lie about it to the government who he's accountable to? Because he wants his way. But he would get his way if he's so convincing and everyone believes him. I feel like these particular mercenaries are maybe dats aren't as because they're like, hey, we have Digimon. So um, did he kind choose of the team? He was put in charge of a team that already existed. So, but did he choose all these people who follow him already? The mercenaries, I think they just came to him because th- that maybe he spoke to them. Maybe he said, hey, look, Digimon are bad, and maybe they were part of this following group, and he found this group and was just basically, well, I can have this hate group. And like in the next episode, he becomes I don't know what they he has a particular. Post that they give him, um, like he's he's an assistant director of the National Security Council. Mm. How does he get into all these places? Well, he only particularly. Like, well, didn't he already have like a high position? No, in government, he was an assistant to Masaru's dad. Mm, after that, no, then he's just a Johnny Science man. He was a guy that dat who that worked with dats once. I also think the that's min- who he was. I think the Ministry of Confidentiality are probably not too bright and easily convinced. I th- but that's the thing, right? Is now the story is based on the story revolves around how this one government agency, which shouldn't even have this jurisdiction, is full of idiots. See, I just don't think you're open to I'm not, not being open. Savers. I'm telling you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a story that is built on the shakiest foundation and trying to be like, no, no, it's fine. Just closing its eyes. See, I think it's fine. I don't think anything that's happening makes any sense. Because, well, I, for I, example, in the next episode, they come out of the digital world and they say, yeah, you've been arrested for treason. No, you've been charged with treason. Okay, well, what evidence do you have? Well, no, who cares? We're just going to memory wipe you and go and put you away now. 
which I will will cover. I just look, and I think that's still like that. That is still supported by Karada is one hell of an arguer and is able to intimidate them and saying, "Look, Digimon are bad. These people, they're working with the Digimon who are trying to kill us." Hey, remember that invasion the other day? Yeah, they're work. They're working for the Digimon. If you if someone can like convincingly said that, and you're not too bright, like you're the the min- the ministry. I'm of sorry, you're just the minister and government. You must be a moron. Well, we've seen that this guy is like the ministry of in confidentiality. They don't seem too fond of Digimon in general so they probably and also he's like kind of like a creepy looking dude but did you know the minister of confidentiality wouldn't be the guy levying criminal charges at you he wouldn't be it would be the police who is a different department entirely who you would then have to explain what digimon are to them you know what would mm. be really good is if the show established what power the ministry of confidentiality confidentiality has because they've clearly established that kurata can just overrule them on certain things and then on other things he gets overruled and they just never make it clear at all because they're very wishy-washy like it's the government of course they can do whatever they want. I think it's if they think the Karate is saying something that makes sense and they agree with him, then they'll they'll not let his whatever he's thinking pass. So you think that I agree we should give the child to Johnny Science Man who I clearly trust above all else. And Karata says, no, give the child to this other child. Well, government says, that makes perfect sense. I guess I'll have to let it go. I don't know. Everyone I, says it's his jurisdiction, I but I guess it's... I don't think it's as badly written as you think it is. I think that he's a laughing maniac and it's unbelievable. So after Karata says how he wants to, his goal is to eliminate or have the all Digimon genocide. It's the elimination in the dub because he says that he realized that Digimon only bring destruction and this is what he realized when he first saw the digital world. In the dub, I just noticed this kind of... I guess it's like... I'm, I'm not sure if it's inconsistency, but I just... It's something I noticed. So we get, like, this flashback of when Karada's shooting at the Digimon, mm-hmm. and the dub leaves it in. They cut that scene originally, so I'm not sure, like... And I noticed that th- this is a problem I have a lot with the dub in this episode in particular, is that it quite often leaves or cuts things that it has or hasn't previously. Like, it's got an inconsistent, like, oh, well, what gets cut? Oh, let's cut guns. Let's, let's not cut guns. It's just, like, it's sort of inconsistent of how much it wants to cut and either you can cut guns that's fine if he's trying to say oh we don't really want to talk about guns we can get the same message across that he wants to kill the Digimon but then to leave it in and it's just it it's still that thing that like the weird sounds that uh Rise Greymon's gun makes and they keep on cutting whenever Rise Greymon shoots towards the camera they always cut that in the dub and it's really weird I'm not sure why I think it's because oh they don't want them to be shooting at the viewer what do you call a flashback to a thing you were never shown in the first place it's not a flashback it's a flashback for the character oh I guess it's a memory. I, I always call them flashbacks, but maybe there's a better word. But it's just something interesting that I noticed, and as I said, it's something I noticed in this episode in general, and I, n- not so much the next one, but definitely this one. We get like, oh no, we have a flashback that was definitely there in the original, but wasn't there in the dub. I don't know, it's just, mm, it's, it's just a weird thing that I noticed. The main characters are mad because they were manipulated, and they said, look, I thought I thought we were just going to talk to them, I thought we were just going to come here, and Karal's like, well, you, you, you're all stupid. Basically, like, I, I wanted to kill them from the start and you, you led me here, so well done. And he's pretty, like, sarcastic the whole time and he's kind of, like, not, not just sarcastic, but kind of, like, arrogant. That's the better word. Or crazy. Yes. Like, notably, certifiably crazy. And then Masaru says, I'm going to punch you and I'm really, really, really annoyed now. Can't believe it took him this long to come to this conclusion. 
like yeah to be fair like I, I i agree with you there like it seems like a masara just wants to like why are you talking when i could be punching you right now like i feel like as soon as kara says oh i'm actually evil and i want digital elimination like i expect a masara just to appear out of nowhere and just bop him on the head like the third sy- uh, syllable of genocide should have been just the sound of masara's fist hitting his Gen- like, thud. it's like a big genocide or something i don't know gizmon gets in the way when masara tries to punch karata okay so right now what so okay what what's the next sentence what happens to to masaru here he gets the the digisol but it's, you say he gets in the way right G- gizmon gets in the way of karada so marcus punches gizmon instead of karada yeah but what happens when he punches him just kind of just, he gets eh. digisol yeah but it doesn't like it doesn't knock him down or anything he's like oh no the guy got my way and defended from my punch mm. what happens in the next episode what do you mean he punches the gizmon and like flies to the side i do feel like the gizmon are definitely stronger in this episode than they were in the last episode i mean it, it adds there's the next episode. the next episode rather than this episode yeah because when in this case three adults can't defeat one and the next one they all sort of defeat one each well they're, they're all three perfects you mean so in the, also in all three perfects can't defeat one and then the next episode each one defeats one each. okay i think it's because you always get a buff when you first appear in an episode you are immediately much stronger than you should be and then in the next episode your regular strength for example yatagaramon oh, becomes like paper gets punked out immediately and is incredibly strong and basically fights a Gizmon, but with, with Marukimon's help. Doesn't that undermine your, like, the storytelling? Like, you're, yes, you're right, that is a huge problem, but it's, to be fair, it is a huge problem in Digimon in general. Remember when we had In Frontier, because that's the last season we watched, we had Loemon, and he showed up, and he beat, like, a clone of Trubimon, and, I mean, yes, it was a clone, but it was a clone that the other children couldn't fight. And then immediately then like the next episode Loemon's now much weaker than everyone else I do I recently listened to like a 20 minute discussion about power levels it was focused on Dragon Ball Z but Dragon Ball Z has the same problem that Digimon has which is people will go to like the next form or they'll learn a new technique but all that does is it raises their like quote unquote power level at which point, which is just essentially a number, right? And then once you go from this power level to this one, all, the only difference is when you punch the bad guy, they look surprised and now it hurts, mm. which is how Digimon works every time. Oh yeah, Digimon oh, I, has this problem. I think maybe it's just a shonen anime thing. Like, oh, it's not. It's a new strength. No, let me let me explain. The reason it's not is because if you look at shows that are like, you know, let's give Naruto credit and include it in, this, in the good side on this, but specifically, let's look at my my Hero Academia as like the new hotness in shonen anime. What makes My I Hero? Still, I still maintain like I love My Hero. Yeah, but it's just like it's pretty slice of life for a shonen anime. It gets a it gets a very clear storyline very soon. I mean, um, the other thing is like it doesn't have like hundreds of episodes. It's true. So there's also that. I only got forty. It's great though. So what makes My Hero really interesting is that not everyone is of a not everyone is the same power level, but but there aren't there generally are not power levels that people move between. They're not going to go. Oh, I'm way stronger now because I'm the level two of my power. What what the the story of a fight will be is how do we bend the rules? How do we have our powers interact in a certain way? How do we solve the puzzle to defeat the enemy that we are fighting? Right. There there are some enemies that seem to have really unfair powers, but when you look at how they are defeated, those are really fascinating displays because something clever has to happen. Um, no Game, No Life is like this as well. No Game, No Life is a show about uh, people playing games for really high stakes and cheating is illegal, but everyone cheats in every game. So how do you beat those cheaters? Well, you don't just, I'm stronger now, so I guess I win, which is consistently what happens in Digimon. Instead, it's, I had a strategy, 
strategy. I worked you through exactly how that strategy worked, and then I came to a victory. And those are all really interesting. Right. Um, and I think that I think that's what makes those stories fascinating to watch. And I think that's what really makes Digimon fights so boring. And what I really liked about Atmon, and I think what you really liked about Atmon as well, is that when you put these two Atmon against each other, how do their powers interact in their fight? Yes, no, no, that's the point. It eventually went away in Atmon, and it got replaced with the story you kind of cared about, and that's okay. The problem is if you don't really care about the story, and the fighting is all just power level stuff, then you're not left with very much. And I think this is a, a situation where the Gizmon, and all Digimon, but like the Gizmon here are really unclear. And I'm pretty bothered that the Gizmon are actually Digimon. Because think about Kurata's... Well, the next episode... I mean, no, no, the end of this episode does say that they are Digimon. Well, he says they're at, it's an adult level, and then it, like, evolves. Like, it's, it's got all of the... It does. Yeah, no, no, no. But he yeah. says that he, cre- he, he did a Neo, and he did a Digimon Emperor. He made the Digimon from existing Digimon, and in that way became Digimon. Like, we just read V-Tamer Volume 7 and covered that on the po- the last manga podcast. As if there are any actual references to it. There's no Arcadimon no, here. No, but it's the same sort of thing that Neo... Neo created Neo Devimon and Neo created Kalismon. I understand. And it's the same way, and, and the Digimon Emperor created Chimeramon. Sure. Is that, yes, they are human made Digimon. Yeah. But they still sort of have the same rules as Digimon. They are still called Digimon. They still have the, the levels of child, adult, perfect, ultimate. Oh, I'm not saying. Look, I'm not saying that it doesn't need. It doesn't. I'm not saying it has to be just a robot that isn't a Digimon, right? Mm. I'm not saying that it was impossible for him to make one. That's not my issue. Although it is interesting that he managed it. Yeah. I mean, also my issue is that okay, Neo made these Digimon, right? But it is totally within his character that if they failed him, he would delete them because that's his entire character structure, right? Yes. What's Kurada's character? structure he explains it to you perfectly which is digimon are aggressive and no matter how much you think they are your friends and they're listening to you eventually they'll turn on you it is beyond my comprehension that someone who thinks that digimon are so un so dangerous and untrustworthy would make their own that, that he must genocide them yeah that he'd make his own if his own weapon was the thing that in his mind is what would kill him so weird. I think because in his mind, these aren't Digimon now. These are his creations. I, and the they, they the, the only part of them that's Digimon is the fact they were created from Digimon, the experimented on. And which that part is added to the to the show to sort of make you say he as he is not nice. We know that Digimon are friends. And he's, exper- he's not just killing them. He's also experimenting on them, which is awful. I think you're... I, I, I said this before about other things. I think you like to exercise a lot of favorable, like additional thinking on behalf of the show which for stuff that may not be there and it might be but I think in this in the case where the character's like here's all my motivation I'm gonna tell it all to you because I'm mm. in a villainous monologue now the fact that he doesn't say any of that stuff tells me it probably isn't there uh, but sometimes they don't have to maybe it's something you can just learn from the show like he's I, not being subtle I take from this is that he doesn't think of them as Digimon and that's why he's allowing himself to use them he's sort of yes that they're, they're from Digimon but they are not Digimon like in that way like they follow the same rules as they have the power levels and they evolve and they, they have more at the end and they turn back to Digitama. So do you think that at the um at the part where he's like, help me and I'll let you keep your Digimon partners, do you think that that was just like the worst lie anyone has ever told? Well, or do be. you think he was legitimate? Oh no, those Digimon will be fine though. I think he was might have tested on them and said, hey, I told you I wouldn't kill them. And he tests on them and then he makes new Guzmon. That would be horrific. Imagine if he grabbed the Digimon <laughs> well, sh- and, and made this like this awful like combination of them with Gizmon and they just look I, tortured. I think I stop you. You're going down your own long yellow brick road of weirdness here. I'm just, I'm just saying that he, he probably was just lying, but imagine if he would say, yeah, you can, we, we'll, we'll use them. We'll make good use of them. That's not what he said. He said, All I'll right. let you keep them. 
Yeah, but keep in what form? That's... No. I don't... Like, he, it wasn't open that way. I know, I could say he... But, but he could just be lying. I mean, I guess. I'm not going to say that's not the not, not possible. But, um, yeah, so I... I I, don't know, I thought it was a weird thing for him to say after he just opened with they're all they're all evil, even your friends. Mm. Um, so yeah, power levels are stupid is what I meant to say, and that was that was an experience. So Mercurymon has his dad talk with uh, just, Sorry, just before that, so all the members evolved their Digimon to perfect level, and in the dub there's this added line as there tends to be, and we have Thomas saying how oh Marcus, why'd you have to dive in there? I'm like, well, he's he's Marcus. Are we are we surprised by this now? Like he sasses him for no reason, like. Well, like, to be fair, Marcus was quite upset with the situation, and Marcus had a reason, and also Marcus didn't, like, cause any damage, and Thomas is like, oh, now we have to evolve our Digimon. Like, well, is this not what you do in Digimon? Yeah, Thomas the genocide sympathizer. Thomas the... I just wanted to kill all Digimon. Well, why did you have to stop him? Thomas the tank engine mon. I tried to make a joke that I'm really tired. Get sandbagged, nerd. It's like, it's really late. It's so late at night. Then it doesn't take any damage, even when they attack all at once, Jay. Did they actually attack all at once? Because I, I wrote down, hey guys, you should consider attacking all at once, because they sort of go one after another, it seems to me. At one point they do attack all at once, but they don't actually say, hey guys, let's attack all at once. That's only after it evolves to perfect. Yeah, and then they, I mean, okay, they definitely Which is later in the episode. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't work. But then next episode when they attack all at once and it's an adult level, it the thing dies, which implies that if they did it right now, it would have all worked out and Mikurumon wouldn't have died. So if they did the one thing they always do in every fight and they just chose not to do now, Mikurumon would still be alive. Arguably in the next episode, you can also say, oh, they, they were just doing that with the power of friendship that they now have. That too, I guess. Yeah, when they were powered up by it. And I guess, like... Digimon's kind of just about the power of friendship and powering up to a, to get more power, right? Mm. As much as I don't like the power of friendship and the power of love, like, it's kind of like just like, oh yeah, Digimon just like, if you have a strong relationship with your Digimon, they will fight better. That's not a problem as long as that's what you're, the story you're trying to tell. That's literally what V-Tame is all about. V-Tame's no, V-Tame is just like the power of him being mad. No, it's the power of friendship. That's what that whole, okay. so, that's what the whole series okay, is about. It's the power of friendship, but also... It is said that Zero gets more powerful if he gets mad. Yes, but he's only... The reason he gets more powerful if he gets mad is because he's trying to, like, protect Taichi. Yes. And it's all the whole relationship. Okay, out stuff. of all the things in Digimon that do power of friendship, I feel like V-Tamer does it the best. Of course it does. The V-Tamer... Okay, V-Tamer and Atmon both do power of friendship and power of love pretty well. They do well. them very differently, though. Yes. Um, so, as I was saying, Mikurumon gives Ikuda this dad speech, and it ends with, like, okay, so he's dying now, right? And he goes, I guess Digimon and humans can work together. Given that he was out there before saying, like, oh, we should kill the humans, this is pretty late when he's dying. And I believe in the English, he says, I always knew that humans and Digimon could live together. Except for that time you didn't. Un- I can't believe they tried to roll that one back. Except that the time you said, Suguru must have betrayed me. Oh my god, he's so stupid. I guess you could be referring to the before the part he said oh Sakuru must have betrayed me it was sort of like that was like a period of two weeks yeah he said oh well maybe I was right back then I always thought was two weeks that happened ten years ago I feel like they could have worded it differently but I can sort of see what they're going for because for the last ten years he was of the opinion that all humans were were evil yes oh my god was it actually ten years because it was ten years when Akuto was a newborn and was put into the diddle world and the exploration squad came out and Karuto Karuto that went a bit weird Akuto 
actually is able to speak by the time that the Karata comes around and kills all the Digimon. Could he? He says, me, Digimon warrior. I don't remember that. Yeah, and he puts the face paint on him and it's like, and him crying and say, Frigimon, oh. don't die. Frigimon, yeah, don't yeah, die. Yeah, a few years, huh? Yeah, so he's, I would say he's probably maybe four or five. Yeah, okay. Even Still, though, like, last he, five years he's thought this. Yeah, so I feel like there there was a period of time, like the extra, unless, okay, if they just say that Wait. it was like two weeks, then it's badly written. Hold on, but it's so weird, right? Because he's like thinking about Suguru, who's a guy he like trusts and like is really cool with, and five years later, some bad things happen. Ooh, it must have been that guy I trust and love for the last five years. Yeah. Ooh, I well, hate him. I think during that five years, that gave time for Suguru to design the the Digivice, and it also but not leave but, the digital world. Yes, because I feel like he still wanted to meet God, and he also hadn't met you know God that yet. that's not the case. We know that's not the case because next episode okay. Digivices already exist. Yeah, because. Suguru designed it. When? During those five years. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. We, we, it said what he did. No, it didn't. Yes, it, it literally did, like an episode ago. No, in the next episode, in the conversation he has with Mikuru on the first time they ever meet, he gives him one. I thought that was like... He says, here, this is a Digivice, and that's how Ikuto... No, it's this episode. In this episode, that explains no. how Ikuto got his Digivice. We don't know if that was the same day, though. I don't... There is He's no... He's dressed time. the same. Yes, so so do the adventure kids. It's called, you don't change your clothes in the digital world because you don't smell, apparently, because your data... <laughs> It's just. It appeared to be the same conversation. Yes, but I don't think it is because I feel like, like, where, where did this design come from? And because of the fact that we have Satsuma saying that, oh, Suguru, we were sent the blueprints. So they didn't have the blueprints or the design or the Digivice prior to this. So I feel like this. This scene is maybe taking place a couple of years after they first meet. It, it is implied to me that Mikurumon only ever met Suguru this one time. No. Well, I, I don't know what evidence you have that there was more than once. I feel like they were just chatting in the cave because that's just where Marukimon sat. Because and because it was the same scene, because yes, it's in the cave with the di- big, big digi portal where Marukimon can't leave. And because nobody ever changes their clothes in the digital world, we, we the kids are probably there for maybe like a couple of days. Well, he, send, he sends this dude off to Yggdrasil and presumably he does not come back. Because if he came back, I'm sure he'd be really different. I don't know. But the point is, like, during this five years, that also gives time for Karata to convince a bunch of people to join his cause. Like, I hadn't thought about this, but I really think that was in one scene and he just already had a Digivice, which is a weird question because how did he get one? Where, yeah, where did he pull the design from? Yes. I feel like it needed to, this part, to be less confusing, it needed to actually say, and then two years ago, two, two years pass and Suguru comes back with these designs and then leaves to go find God. At least we know where Akuto got his Digivice from. It was from Masaru's dad. Yes, and that is good. But I really do think it was that first time. I don't know. I, if it was the first time, then yes, okay, it's it, that part's badly written. I think it might be. Because it contradicts a lot of things like, oh, these designs, they must be from they must be from Suguru. We've never seen these Digivices before, unless I've missed something. We might need to see that part again. But I just, I don't think it's the same scene. Because otherwise that scene wouldn't make sense. <laughs> I've literally written my notes. But guys, have you considered attacking all at once. Yeah, because that always works. So we have this scene just a bit before when Marukimon's all dying and stuff. So Lilamon tries to use her pollen on Gizamon, but Karata says, look, that won't work because... It's a, he's a it, robot. It's, he's a robot, and he's not even really a Digimon. I've created him from Digimon parts well, because I tested on some Digimon. That doesn't matter, does it? Like you can make you can make a person out of person parts, and then it's still a person. That's like the movie May. 
What? There's a movie called May. She creates people from people parts. Oh, fair enough. It's like, disturbing. It's like Frankenstein. Nothing about what he says ma- means anything. And you have to assume that because she's a Digimon, the pollen doesn't work on biological parts because everyone's made of data. Well, it is said that it affects your heart. And if you don't have a heart, it doesn't affect you. Like, it explicitly says, oh, it, par- it, it like par- can paralyze the heart. So I guess it's not so, so much like a, a nervous system spray as it is just like a cardiovascular system spray. They don't have those. No, they clearly have heart. No, they. But if however, you, we've seen them dissolve. We've seen that. We've seen what their insides look like, and it's just data. However, I should actually try to listen to the words used because quite often the word for heart and soul is said as kokoro, and they're the same word and the same like writing. Okay. So it could be in the way that we are reading the subtitles, and the subtitles while they are saying heart, they might actually mean soul. So the pollen works on the soul? I don't know. I assumed it was like, oh, it's a robot. Why would pollen work on a robot? It's like, well, we didn't think about how Digimon work ever, do we? Well, maybe it's because they mean soul. But that's like the problem that I have with... There are so many words in Japanese. And sometimes, like, sometimes subtitles can be to sort of... Not like translating things like 100%, but sort of interpreting them in different ways. So I feel like... While we are reading the subtitles, we may not be getting the 100% same sort of like, oh, this is what happened in the original version because we don't know the actual full translation. And that's why I want to become fluent in Japanese. So idea. I actually know like the legitimate, like, what are they talking about? Like, what is this scene about? Are they talking about heart? Are they talking about soul? Or they maybe they're talking about both. Japanese is hard. There are so many words. Mm. It's like, for example... Like, I, I believe you. For example, with the title, when it says, uh, uh, oh, they're going to the real world, but they used Ningen, like Ningen Sekai, which is like human world. So the subtitle said real world, but actually, like the text actually said human world. It's sort of in that way, like, oh, well, the subtitles just like used the wrong word or used a word that we may be more familiar with as real world, which is what a lot of people in the fandom and in gen- Digimon in general say that, oh, yes, the human world is the real world and the digital world is the digital world, right? Uh, sure. So yeah, this is when the, we have the part of Marukimon being given Akuto's Digivice and Suguru says, look, give this to Akuto. And I'm glad this is explained. I forgot that it was explained, but I'm glad it was. I thought that you were sandbagging this for me. What? Because you, you, I was always like, did, did we find out? You're like, I don't remember. I'm I like, don't remember. Maybe, maybe you did though. No, there was some, as I said, I watched this season in like Look, it's really minor. Weeks. It makes sense you would have forgotten that. Well, yeah, it's a five second part, but you know what? Without the five second part, it, it would be really not, not too great. It's a five second part that might by itself be a huge plot hole. Yeah, but I just like to believe that this was set like a couple years later. Like maybe when, maybe maybe He went off and just before. designed a digital mind control device and that's what Yggdrasil helped him do? Is that what you're trying to explain here? Well there's also, must be enough time between when he gets the digi- when he gives the design d- the device to Satsuma and Yoshima, right? I mean you between- think so. Because Kurata must have seen those designs and created his own digivice off that. Yes. So that must ha- have to be a certain amount of time between Suguru setting the designs and Kurata designing his own Digivice to use the Gizmon with. I would wonder in the um, flashback from the Scarfmon, talking about the captain, like, and they they have those flashbacks to being like, oh yeah, we were the original Dats, etc., etc. Yeah, that was like right after this. Did they have Digivices in this flashback? I think they might have. I think they did. Yes. But that would have been like the next week after the Expedition Force came back. Not on. necessarily. It could have been like maybe a, a year. Maybe. But it really restricts the time period for this to have happened. But it was enough. For for them to have Kamimon and Kudamon sent over, the Digivices sent over, and them to sort of to know. 
in those flashbacks. They could have just been more experienced. We don't know what their first ever interaction with a Digimon that they were trying to send back. It could have just been with force. Like, it could have just been Satsuma punching one or maybe even shooting it. Maybe. Like, we don't know what would happen if you shot a pistol at a Digimon. We do. It just doesn't do anything. In the show, have we seen it happen? Kurata did it. Maybe he just missed. Like, it is possible he okay, was just a bad well, shot. Okay, well, you could just assume whatever you want. Mm. So Marukimon says that he's always wondered and worried what world Akuta fits better in. And now he realizes that Doubt was wrong and he shouldn't have to choose between these worlds because he can just be both. I was like thinking, he's going to say it was definitely the digital world. Yeah, because look at these humans. They're trash. They are. Karata says that Masaru is like his dad. And Karata had told Suguru, and we get, we get a flashback, that he should annihilate all the Digimon. This and flashback Suguru is hilarious. I liked it. Well, th- think about what's happening here, right? Even if we assume that eventually Kurata gets in a position like the one he's in where he can manage this. Yeah. In Okay. So what so what science man is saying is he's telling his he's like an uh, he's like a graduate, I guess. He's a junior scientist working with a professor. Mm-hmm. They're on a peaceful expedition and he thinks it is crazy that the leader of this peaceful expedition wouldn't take the advice of one guy to commit genocide in a foreign universe where they're not really sure what's going See, I on. I don't think Seguru is the leader of the group. I think it's definitely Satsuma or Yoshima because they're they are part of the police force. So he's not even trying to convince the leader of the expedition. No. He's just trying to convince one dude. And because that one guy thinks, you know what, maybe we should think about this a little bit longer. He's like How dare you not want to murder everything? So then Suguru says that Karada was a coward. And clearly. And in the same moment, Masaru says that Karada's a coward. And he's like, you're just you're just like him. I also would like to point out that Suguru lowering Karada's gun in his hand is removed. But for some reason Karada waving the gun in the air remains. Because he's not trying to he's not trying to point it at anyone. He's not being scary with it. I know he's waving it around, but I feel like that Suguru moving like lowering it and saying no violence, don't no more shooting. Like that that was removed, but waving the gun's fine. I feel like waving the is more like a madman move. How could you say no more shooting if there was no shooting to begin with? Huh? But the dub left huh? that bit. No, no, that episode. didn't happen. <laughs> None of that. None of that happened. As I mentioned, like this episode is just like not too great with the consistency of moved clips. Like, okay, cut out the gun or just leave the gun in. Thanks, not just Nimoy. you can't you can't have both. Uh, so so gives on evolves, eh? Isn't that cool? Yeah. And it looks dumb. Uh, and then oh no, now it's even more stronger, and no one can, even attacking all at once. Our ultimate move doesn't do anything. If only we'd done that before. Uh, Marukimon is dying and Akuta says look I hate humans I've now realised that humans are all the enemy and I hate humans he says that by the way literally right after having a flashback to his Digimom saying don't hate humans and I kind of love that he goes I remember when I was told not to hate them so my conclusion I hate them the thing is every time we've had this flashback we've immediately like five seconds later have Akuto saying I I hate the humans. Because I always thought that was irony. Like, I thought that his brainwashing... Not brainwashing. Like, his indoctrination since then had overcome that the lesson his, his mom had tried to teach him. Mm. But now it is very clear he remembers the lesson and he just doesn't care. I guess so. I guess he didn't love her as much as he says he does. Maybe not. I don't know. Murukimon Maruki- he- says that Masaru can't be the bad guy. Yeah, sorry, you were saying? Don't worry about it. 
Okay. Akuta thinks of all hu- the, of all the humans that were helpful and he's watching the Dats team lose. Then we get a flashback of Marcus and Keenan in the bath. And I would like to point out that this is this is previously used footage from episode 22, which by the way is still the best episode of Savers, I'm pretty sure. And it's a scene where Keenan and Marcus are talking. Keenan's like, is it okay that I'm here? And we get like a shot of Marcus's back, which by the way was cut out of episode 22, but was left in this episode. Yeah, sure. We need to just fill the time. It's just like, why would you cut it in one place? but not cut in another place it's just i don't know it's really now it annoying looks like they did more work they made new animation man look at that i don't know it's just like it's it's weird like why would you why would you cut here but not here it'd be way funnier if they cut to like chica or whatever and they didn't randomly add the towel yeah like the it was like they were the playing old footage but mm. they didn't edit it or the clip where we have chica throwing ikuto into the bath <laughs> whoop whoop the, be no, because that's just scene. adding it back in, right? Yeah. No, if, if, oh, they the had, towel, yeah. if they'd added underwear to him in that scene and then they added it here now and he wasn't wearing it, that would yeah. be Yeah, okay, same. no, I see, I see your point. So Mikuriman has to be the one to argue Ikuto back into not hating all humans. Yeah. And it, you start to think, hmm, I'm not sure this guy is ideologically consistent. I'm not really sure he knows what he's on about. I think Morokimon's learnt now. I think he's finally said, look, I, I was wrong to think that Suguru actually had turned his back on us. He learned it. It's Kurata, yes. <laughs> and if he was like, friends with Suguru enough to, I thought like oh, if I met him only once maybe he could think okay he turned on me but if they were like friends for years mm. I can't believe it Murukimon then tells Akuto to live with a human with uh, as a human with a Digimon heart and this is like a beautiful moment then Murukimon runs and starts fighting Gizmon and his dart is all disintegrating and is being deleted well he does one big punch yeah, and, and he then gets hit with a big blasty blast. So Gizmon, yeah, fires a laser and finishes him off. Also, I just want to mention that in the dub, there was a bit of editing done this part. So the beam is completely edited out. And it's not just like when we had with Frigimon in, when we had the flashback of Frigimon dying. And just like we had the beam going in, but not going out. Yeah. This beam was just completely removed. Don't worry about it, he still died. Like we just see him like going, ah, <laughs> and there's no beam going in or out. It so just it's like he just looks noises. like he's screaming. <laughs> And it's this point I realised that, yes, while I keep on complaining about this episode in particular with the really weird cutting inconsistencies or really weird choices of editing that they want to do, the music in this episode is really good. I literally never noticed the music. See, I just, I, I noticed the music was like, it's very good for playing up your emotions. I guess because since you said that you didn't really care about this episode. Oh boy, did I not. See, because I actually cared about the relationships and the characters, it was really emotional because it goes from like, you know, really dramatic and it's like, oh yeah, they're fighting, it's really good fighting music. And then go to like this really like dramatic emotional moment when Marukimon's like sacrificing himself and it goes to this sort of cool dramatic music when he's just all like remember you are a you are a human with a Digimon heart and live that way and then he he basically punches and uses his last bit of energy and dies the next line really kills me what was the next line well, the next line exactly but really really soon after this they're talking about humans and Digimon living in harmony like I think that we can do this and once again think about Kurata's like motivation here he thinks Digimon are very scary and he's afraid of them, right? Yes. That's if his whole motivation is I need to kill them because I am personally afraid of them. The fact that his his response to Digimon and humans living in harmony is evil cackling. Haha, what an absurd notion! <laughs> harmony, that's stupid! Wouldn't his opinion, even if he thinks it wouldn't happen, wouldn't be that it's funny? He wouldn't be laughing at you. You'd think that the idea would make him anxious or something, right? Mm. It'd be like, that, there's no way that could happen. Like, he would be nervous because that challenges his ideals. Not, hey, that's dumb. Why is he reacting this way? Mm. I, I can't figure it out. Because even if 
I accept everything you've said about him thus far, and let's pretend it all makes sense, and he's an amazing orator, even though he's visibly crazy, and he truly believes in murdering all Digimon ever because he was kind of spooked out by one once. Why would the idea of peace be funny? Would it be laughable? You are stupid for thinking peace is even an option? And I think that's really hilarious. Right. How could that fit in? I think you've done a fairly good job of at least justifying, and not I don't think I've been convinced, but I think you've done a good job of saying the pieces are here and they might fit together. Can this last piece here even possibly fit into this puzzle? I just think that if we just say he's he's deranged and just doesn't make a lot of sense... Necessarily. I just think you can't have someone who is deranged and doesn't make a lot of sense, and yet also he's really convincing and everyone believes him. Okay, um, I had to get political again, but also Donald Trump. Like, the majority of things that Donald Trump says are just like, looks like something that, like, oh, this wacky cartoon character is saying. Uh, And I'm sorry if any of our listeners like him, but like, sometimes he does does say things that don't necessarily sound like 100% like accurate. No, but I under, like you can understand when you think about him for like 6 seconds why he resonates with people. You can understand because he's saying things that are really simple and really straightforward about things that are really complicated and people get really bored by them. So, arguably, so when you could say the same about karate. No, the karate's saying things like these Digimon are threatening our way of life. These Digimon are awful and trying to kill us. We need to get rid of them and we need be- and we need to actually remove them because whoever's working at the moment like the da- da- dads aren't doing a good enough job and we no. have to step in. And those all sound perfectly reasonable, right? And that's what I'm saying. You, I can buy your point, maybe, that he is a, is a good enough speaker that people will believe him. But now we've also just established he's a cackling, deranged madman. And everyone seems to know that as well. He can't be both. I think he can. As much as, much as the current president of the United States says a lot of stupid stuff, he's not standing at Sands literally like, <laughs> World peace! Who would want that? He's not doing that. Literally, I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow we're watching the news and Donald Trump says exactly that. Like, let's be be real. Okay, I have a lot of really negative opinions and I think it'd be really funny and maybe I wouldn't be amazingly surprised, but that's not the world we live in. That didn't happen, okay? Digimon aren't real, okay? Okay, none of this is real. But you know what? The point of a fictional story Mm. is to draw you in and make you kind of like suspend your disbelief, you know? To have something that is entertaining. I think the fact that Karate seems to have like these manic episodes of like almost being like maybe like a reasonable-ish human. Like, oh yeah, well, if we work alongside, we'll let the Digimon live. You know, I would be on board with this if he didn't have all his like soldiers around him to report back on everything Mm. he has said. If he was, I would be cool with Karate acting this way if he only ever did it around the kids. Like he let it out when he knew that they were all powerless to stop him because he He's the adult. And you could build a whole story around this. Mm. You could build a story of these are children and even though they're working in this government, whatever, no one believes them because they're the kids and it's this here. But he's going up against the captain and this entire organization and one guy destabilizes all of Dats by talking and no one doing any investigation. No one even checks into what he has to say. They all just believe him instantly. And alternatively, what he's if just they- magic. Yeah, but what if they are also maybe intimidated by him because he's pretty crazy and but pretty smart? And does the minister seem intimidated by him? He seems he seemed convinced because the minister's an idiot. I meant like his his own men might be a little bit intimidated by him. They've never shown that at all. So they don't seem to have characters. To be fair, no, though. yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they're, they're just, his men, but they don't say anything ever, and so you can't draw those conclusions. The only thing you can draw out of this show from what it has shown you is that he is magic. Yes, and I, I don't think that's like. 
like at the end of the day digimon is a science fiction show yes it's weird right because it seems fantasy and magic kind of happens but it's clearly science fiction and once you actually introduce magic into your science fiction all of a sudden the science fiction element is really stupid because why does any of that matter Mm. i don't know i think he he he's meant to raise the stakes by being the antagonist but i think that he removes all the stakes because nothing he does is believable yeah no no no, no, I, I, i see a point there but I still like I don't I don't feel like he's badly written. I feel like we're meant to feel like this is a manic character. One minute he's like, you know, being really intelligent, being really like really chill, like, oh well, I guess I, I, I lost here. Okay, Marcus, you can have the kid. Like I feel like he's go goes from like being chill to being a cackling maniac. And I, I get that. But the problem is that if that's the impression we are meant to get, that's the impression everyone in the show is meant to have as well. And if they did have that, he wouldn't be as successful as he is in the spheres that he is acting in. Is mm. what I'm trying to is mm. what I'm trying to say. He can't be both. He is diametrically opposite. He's presented in two completely different ways. We're meant to believe both of them, and they're both meant to work, but okay. they can't. I, I do I do agree with you on one thing, part though. I think it would be better if you know the, the men. He said, "Okay, men, go scour the perimeter or whatever," because that's term that people use in anime close enough and then then he cracks absolutely and then he goes like ha 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 what foolish people to ever believe that Digimon were these things that we could work along with ha 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 I will kill everyone ha ha crazy hair if crazy he was eyes outer layer smooth operator inner layer crazy dude I'd be on board that's fine that's a cool yeah, no, that's I, interesting I, and I agree with, I think that would be much I think that would be much better but if he but if he's like on one if he's kind of bipolar I don't want to throw people under the bus if he's got he's, these two wildly swinging personalities here where one's crazy and one's uh, smooth he can't hide that and he's got witnesses and it, there's the bad guy from My Hero Academia is like that but you can tell he's not in a position of trust and authority because he's like this yeah he's also a villain Exactly. Like, like, this guy's not trying to be, like, appear to be a villain to the other humans. This guy somehow thinks he's doing the right thing, and so does everyone else. Yeah, I mean, you can, yeah, you can also say that Karada thinks it is in the right. No, but he's, he but thinks he's it's in the right, in but it's genocide, and it's 2005. Yeah, I mean, like, usually when people use the term genocide, they're probably not nice people. Exactly. Like, I want to I want to kill everyone. In fact, let's let's rewind that a little bit. Actually, no one who commits genocide uses that term. If you, the Turkish, to this day, refuse to believe that they even committed one. Whoa. Because you know about the Armenian genocide, yeah, yeah. yeah? Well, they say, that didn't happen. What are you talking about? That's, like, the Turkish state line. They, oh, it didn't happen. They moved there on their own. Million, like, over a million of them died, but that, was, that wasn't us. Yeah. Because people who committed genocide don't talk about it no you're right the people who commit genocides don't actually say i'm gonna commit genocide it's usually like i i I hate this word but they the word like the word that's like a fresher way of saying genocide is ethnic cleansing because cleansing that sounds good right (laughs) yeah the the word cleanse it's like oh it's refreshing (laughs) that 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 term has long since gotten past the marketing value i know no okay but now now if you say just like well you're probably racist or, you know, horrible in some way. It, but I feel like, you know, a long time ago, ethnic cleansing was like, you know, this light way of saying, I'm going yeah, I'm going to commit like this mass genocide. So Because there's like a scene that needed to happen here for everyone to sort of believe Kurata as a bad guy mm-hmm. who could get anything done here. And that is, I'm going to commit genocide on the Digimon. One of his soldiers turns and goes, what?! And Kurata shoots him with a gun, right? Oh, and the guy just dies. Cool. And then all the other soldiers say, oh, what the hell? You can't just... And they turn with their guns and they try to shoot him and the guns don't work. And he goes, I programmed them not to shoot me. Like, f- 
all of those things work because he's the science man who designed these things. That makes sense of the position he's put himself and into. And also, I, I think I, I, that would be a good part because it would also show the, his men to be intimidated by him. Like, they can't hurt him, but he can hurt them. So you have to obey him at this point. Like, you're in too deep. That, or at some point we find out that they are robots. <laughs> Yes, but that could work too. I don't remember if that, if that they, is they're the clear, case. They're, I'm sure they're not. Yeah. But the thing is, I also don't think the death of a human will ever be explicitly shown in a Digimon show. Like, except for like, you mm. know, family members of off screens, like, oh yeah, she died of like, she a was hit by a bus crack. and then like, and then she died I, like, I still, afterwards. I still think that a lot of the, a bunch of soldiers died in that first exposition that Jay, had. A couple of episodes ago, there were Terramon and Beaumont blowing up buildings. No, no, no. People, people definitely That's died. different. That was public. Yeah. That was public and everyone sort of knew about that. I mean, like, Kurata, who apparently is so, is so smooth he can convince anyone of anything, mm. got soldiers into the digital world and then left them behind. Yes. And no one ever asked any questions about it. Yes. I feel like a lot of mm-hmm. humans have died in Savers, but I don't think that any people will actually be shown to be killed, like, straight on camera. Like, implied in the background like oh yeah a building blew up there were people inside it how come the ministry of confidentiality didn't come after kurata for unauthorized use of a portal i don't know what do we know that did they know that he did the portal well they knew about the one that um the criers used this time around like yeah. instantly with the karate portal well if they f- somehow knew about the criers one when it activated they could detect when it activated how could they not detect maybe, karate maybe they couldn't because this was like you know five or six years ago and they didn't have that technology back then well we could just shrug at anything well, in the we, story we know that they didn't do it have, have it 10 years ago because they didn't even know the digital world existed at that point yeah and we had the criers portal activate then i don't know it feels like there are a lot of moving parts in this but a lot of them don't move together yeah I, 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 yeah, I've, I can complain forever. I know you can. That's that's why we have the podcast. Um, so Science Man is a big weirdo, and then Ikuda's like, "I'll get you," and evolves his thing into Yatagaramon, which is also Chromon. Yeah, and just called like, let's simple it down. Well, it's, it's, what it's what is crow. it? It's a crow. Um, All right. It, it looks fine. Chromon. Uh, and then Ikuto, in the most hilarious thing, just goes, "You know what? I hate." It turns out I didn't hate humans. I just hated evil people. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I love what this. A, what a character moment. So he no, realized that up. he hates evil people. Sorry, this is great. He, well, he says evil hearts, and that's fine. He, he goes from saying, look, I hate all evil humans, and he's like, wait, no, I just hate evil humans. It's fine. It's, ac- it, it's so weird because I, I just can't, I can't put myself in here where, like, no one can tell the difference between any Digimon or any human. If one if one thing from one species does something bad, it represents literally all of them. A human says something mean to me, now I hate all humans. I'm doing a Wormon voice. turns out that if the, there are bad people, you can just hate the bad ones. Mm. Wow. 25 episodes for that conclusion. I think it's fine. Oh, it's just... I mean, he's 10, so whatever. In the dub, Chromon attacks with English English language attacks. In the original version, it's just like Japanese cultural attacks, which, which is like, that's a fine change. Like, it always is a change. Like, oh, they're, speak, they're using Japanese moves. They change it to an English one. That's fine. Then Yatagaramon finishes off Gizmon, which becomes a Digi-Egg. Why isn't it a Robo-Egg? I don't know. That'd look pretty cool. I mean, we have those... Human-made digivices. I feel like we should have human-made digi-eggs. 
but I don't know. So Karada escapes, and then the next scene we see Karada's working on something that's in a tank. What do you think the thing is in a tank? Because we kind of like get a small silhouette of it. And I know what it looks like. It's a robo-metroid. I know what it looks like because I know I know what it looks like. It's very cool. It probably looks like a robot. I don't know. It's it looks very cool. I think I think you'll like I think you'll like the design. I don't know. I feel like you'd like it. What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? I didn't like it. I, I don't like the story because I don't believe it. See, I liked it. I, I think that it. I think that it could be done well, but it's consistently done badly. Mm. What rating did you give it? Um, four. I gave it a seven. That's probably like it was pretty generous. solid for like a, uh, a. It was a big fighting episode, and we were able to talk about this fighting episode for quite a while. But I no, guess I was just talking about how much I hate Kurata's yeah. character. Also, I forgot to mention when we're at the end of the episode, but uh, we have a new ending theme and they've added like, it's not just Masaru running anymore. There's like other people there too. And it's a really good ending and it makes me happy. It's just so like relaxed and they're all like coming to see Akuto and it's really cute because I guess he's part of the group now because he realizes he doesn't hate humans. It's, it's great. And I like this episode. It was fine. How did it compa- compare to your predictions in Rock Synopsis? If you, if you can remember, I guess. Or do you have your notes? I mean, I have to go get them. So you you thought that Akuto would evolve Pekmon. Called that. And he said he to, to beat Gizmon. That called that. he accepts himself to be a Digimon. Yeah, Digimon heart. It was close. And you said that Karata would annoy you. And everything Karata says. Oh, that was so accurate. I'm the best. You said it wouldn't be a good episode. You said you'd give it a five, which was incorrect. You gave it a four. It's true. And you said it was not going to be filler. Which is true. It's not filler. Yeah. The next one kind of is, which I think I also call. It's filler, I but I feel like it's it's like... I don't know. It explains some things, but I guess we'll get to that. So what was the major difference that you noticed? So uh, there's a few, but honestly, I just think it's the reframing of Mercurium. I mean, like, yeah, I, I always thought that humans and Digimon could work mm. together. Like, no, you didn't. Don't lie. You thought that for two weeks, but then you went on to hating them, or maybe five years, depending on like how that that, that how that all worked out. We still, I feel like the episode be, would be better if yes, we had the scene of Karata being like manic to the kids, but fine to everyone else, and if we had any sort of like timeline between Suguru talking to Marukimon, giving them the giving him the digivice and giving Dats the digivices, like how how what timing is, is there then? Just timestamp your flashbacks like they do in comic books. Two or years like in, earlier. In anime in general, like we've we've had like one week later. In the next in the next episode we have one week later. No, but it, that's that's always just skips forward in the main thing. But I mean like in flashbacks and comic books you always have in the top left just like a uh, two two years earlier. Yeah. Like I would just like some timestamps cuz I I need to know the time frame of how this worked out, but because people don't change clothes in the digital world, we don't know how long it's been. I mean would it be good if, like, it all of a sudden he had, like, a beard? Because, like, he's been there for a while and he can't shave. But, yeah. like, hair doesn't probably grow in the digital world. Unless you believe it does, maybe? Maybe. Digital, Which he digital, would. Digital, digital world's weird. And my main differences were the consistencies in the cutting, honestly. I mean, I guess. I don't know. It, never, it doesn't bother me. I know. It just, like, like maybe, it doesn't change like, the story at all. It's just... They, they add some visuals. It doesn't change what you're being told. Yeah, no, but they... Okay, no, no, okay, I see your point. That's yes, what I right. always think of the big differences. Because you go with the music and I go, that doesn't mean anything. If you're going to watch one... Sh- if you're going to watch the Japanese, right? And then mm-hmm. you watch the English. What what are the differences in the sense that you came out of watching the English with a different story? Mm. And in this case, I think it's Mikurama being like, you yeah, know, I was always on your side. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah, believe me. I literally said in the other episodes that all all uh, uh, humans are evil. But no, now I always believe they were good. I still think the English dub 
really like went past their budget with the music because it was just it was just the music was really good in this episode. I'm not sure if I just haven't been paying attention in previous weeks, but it's really good in this I episode. I didn't even pay attention to that this week. It's really good. The second episode starts off with the Dats team arriving and they all land on each other and Tom is really casual and, and he's saying, oh, okay, well, we're home now. And he gets yelled at for being casual. In the dub, Marcus says they need a bigger digital dive and he doesn't he doesn't respond funny. at all to Thomas being so like, yes, we're home now or casual. And I, I preferred that when he yelled him for being casual. <laughs> Nobody's at Dats. And then the Ministry of Confidentiality walks in and he says, look, look, you were dismissed for treason. Uh, Satsum has been arrested and they all get memory wiped. Okay, so let's have the whole conversation where I had with you before the show began. So, step one, treason's not a thing that they have in Japan. That's just not a charge that you can do. Mm. There is, the word for it is Gaikanzai, which is crime of foreign mischief. Um, that sounds naughty. However, that only applies to, you know, other countries and people and foreign powers. Um, I don't think that Japan's laws actually extend to digital monsters in other dimensions. I don't think that legislation exists. So I'm not sure that treason would apply to them. Second, let's be real. You would never be dismissed for treason. Treason's not a reason to fire someone from a job. Mm. You arrest them for treason. Well, Satsuma's is- been arrested for treason. No, he's been arrested in the English, at least, for high treason. Ooh. Which is something I'm sure they added in for emphasis, but I think they don't know what that means. High treason is crimes against the king, or in Japan, against the emperor. But I had a conversation with you. Where is Where does Digimon Savers take place? Clearly in the English version. I don't know. Okay, well, you said it's not Japan. It's not, it's, okay, it's not Japan because they have pretty much removed any sort of, like, reference to Japan, unless they've mentioned Japan and I've just missed it. I don't think I've but It's not like it. in Adventure when they said, okay, well, we're zooming in on Japan, we have to say Japan now, oh, I guess. And in Frontier, when they said, oh, I'm pretty sure in Frontier they actually said Shibuya, and they said Tokyo and Frontier. And in Tamers, they said Shinjuku and... Tokyo, I'm pretty sure. In this, they just haven't mentioned it, and they've removed all Japanese from signs and replaced it with English in the signs. So I don't think it's meant to be Japan in the English version. Because, so, like, for it to actually be high treason, their actions would have to have been directed against the Emperor. Yeah. Who, I understand, exists. They do. They're just in, like, a cool house somewhere, having no authority whatsoever. Seems like a cool job. What's your job? I have a house and I sit in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, People respect me. Because there was a high treason case, kind of. You call it that because it's colloquial, even though, again, it's Gaikanzai. Um, and But that was in 1910. And that was mostly an excuse to round up anarchists because Japan. Yeah. Also, 1910, that's like over 100 years ago. Yes, it was. Uh, I did a bunch of research on this because I immediately went, does Japan even have treason? And they do not. <laughs> um, and the you know what? There is no world in which... You're being accused of treason. We're going to memory wipe you and just let you go home. We can also say that this is like an alternate universe where things work differently. Okay. Well, you could say that about everything. Mm -hmm. So why does anything matter? Because I didn't really look into all the semantics of of treason and the wording. I was just like, okay, that that seems reasonable. What if eggs taste like cherries? Like, who cares about any... They do in the digital world, probably. So, like, what you're saying is that in the next episode, Masteru could just grow wings and say, oh, finally, they grew in. Oh, man, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... So, no, there are no rules. I don't feel like they expect the viewer to Google it and know what treason is. No, I expect that they don't know. I'm just like, 
oh yeah, okay, that's reasonable. I'm fine with that. What like I'm a saying treason. Is, All right, that's that's something I you get punished for. I think that they're for. just throwing words around because they don't care. Probably sounds good though. If they think that you committed a crime that you could be arrested for, why would they memory wipe you and send you home? It doesn't even matter what you committed. Treason's just an example. Sounds serious though. They said treason. That's serious. Okay, okay. It's okay. They've let said me, we we are arresting you for being naughty. Let me ask you a really serious question because you know let's put all the treason stuff aside because that's just me within the law capacity being interested. Why did they memory wipe these kids? Because what is the effect much. of memory, wise, memory wiping them? So they wouldn't tell people about the Digimon. And they're dismissing them and say, well, we can't have civilians walking around knowing about Digimon, so we're wiping your mind. Okay, so you're saying that civilians don't know about Digimon? Yes, they, they get After that wiped. broad attack by the Terramon and the... I feel like they know too much about the specifics of Digimon, and they need to just go back to Digimon. Uh, like, there are monsters that are attacking, but that's, that's all they know. And they don't want to know the actual in-depth reasoning of what's happening because it seemed to me uh, i've read this in the english one although i don't know about in the japanese if i can't remember it correctly um when kurata is announced as the uh, like assistant director of national security um he they talk about he's entrusted with mankind's safety like they're talking about digimon on the news mm. there's no secrets that these guys know that are like public like digimon exists that's it What's the point of memory wiping them? And if we know that you can memory wipe really specific stuff, just memory wipe the past day. Then they'll think, then they'll go back to being good employees. No, yeah, no, that's fair. No, you're right. These guys are idiots. Maybe you can only remove their memory of Digimon. You know what would be really good? What? Is if Kurata's entire craziness and like, they like even Mansari would be able to ask, hey, why is he able to do this? Like the soldiers, whatever. And he's just like memory wiped them so many times. Like he's worked at, he's either, you know, he's brainwashed them that way he's, or, or he's made them go insane he's, he's been doing that to the Minister of Confidentiality that's why he's an idiot these would all be really interesting if he's been abusing this weird technology that would be which is right. otherwise just clearly a plot device yeah oh no it is a plot device but it is better than saying we'll just tell them something we'll just tell them terror attack probably but they have been doing that yes but they've also like okay you directly were involved with Digimon we have to wipe your mind see I no, it was a movie stunt, May. Yes, but it is it is a more believable plot device than just like, humans are just stupid and we'll just tell them something. I'm like, oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but they have done that. Also, I'll, I'll just say this now because while it's fresh in my mind, but there is a moment when the Digimon in this episode are running around trying to find their partners and in the dub they edit in someone in the background they're running past saying, oh, is it Halloween already? <laughs> because I'm like, oh well, I guess- work at dats! What? They're in the dad's building, aren't they? No, when they're running around Tokyo. Oh, right. Well, not okay. Tokyo. Uh, oh, I forgot what it's called. It starts with a Y. Yokoshima. Hide and Hide and Yoshima. You know, I just, I just thought that was a cute moment. So yeah, we we get a scene where Masaru's on a bench and they're in, he's in different clothes. And we later see that all the characters are in different clothes. And as I mentioned, as of the last episode, we have a new ending song and they're all in these clothes. So these are kind of like the uh, the the second half of Saber's clothing swap. Because we can't just have them in the same clothes. Like, they've been in two outfits. They've been in their dance uniform. And they've been in their everyday clothes. That's basically the outfits we've seen them in. And now we get another pair of clothing. Because maybe the seasons have changed. And it's fine. It's better than an adventure where we saw them, like, oh, they're in the human world now. Did they get changed? No. Still wearing the same outfit. They like those clothes, okay? They really like... Taichi really likes that shirt. It's a cool shirt, The Digimon are all in, like, this glass cage i guess yeah um which i guess i'll say it now it turns out that leaving a bunch of living weapons in a glass box not a great idea it doesn't actually um well they can't break out of the glass and they can't set fire to the glass and they probably thought that was a good idea they they just open the door and walk in okay now that that's stupid 
But if they just if they just left them there, they wouldn't have been able to get out. Hey, here's a question. Why did they go in? Because there's smoke and like, what's going on there? Yeah, but... Must be shifty. If it ends up with all the Digimon dying, isn't that ideal for the people who are trying to commit genocide? I think that Karada wants to use them for research. He doesn't say that. You, in- you assume a lot of stuff. Alternatively, they need to be there because the script says that they reunite in this episode. There it is. Usually I can back you into saying it was a script like way faster than I can in Savers. But you feel I feel like you're really like, no, it's definitely these reasons they never told us. Because no, I feel like Savers is just a lot better than the other parts of Digimon. Like it's e- like say in Savers it is easier to argue, oh, but this is this this might be the reason why it makes sense. I think that goes back to what I said. There are a lot of moving parts. They just don't move together. Mm. And so you can say, Oh yeah, research is being done and also there's this they're in cages, so maybe they're related. But they don't say anything about it, and they never say anything about it, and they don't show you anything. So you, it's left to you to make these assumptions, which is just bad storytelling. Speaking of bad storytelling, and this is something that actually kind of annoyed me a little bit, we have the Digimon talking, and we have Kurama saying, yeah, Satsuma and I always, always sort of like were a bit suspicious over Karada, and we all suspected him. I'm like, well... But you didn't good, do good, anything! <laughs> good job, Captain of the Dats, for doing everything you could. He just stood there, I'm like, oh, I guess he's here now. I love how he's like, yeah, we knew. Why do you sound proud? Like, okay, you're proud of, like, this guy who clearly came in and killed a bunch of Digimon and effectively caused this? Like, yes, he doesn't say we knew it was him. They were just like, well, we suspected him. You're just like, well, shouldn't you have been a bit more wary about him? If his tone was a bit different, like it was ashamed, you'd be like, oh, okay. He, he He's saying, I should have seen it, right? Mm. He's like, no, we knew. Yeah. We just, uh, that, oh, we never did That's anything. a problem with Kudamon because he kind of just says everything sort of matter-of-factly. Like, oh, we always suspected him. Like, well, thanks. Falcomon's couldn't and he's thinking about how evil humans are and Agumon says that it's Karata who is evil and then Galmon puts his entire glove in Agumon's mouth and says it's time for you to be quiet now <laughs> it's like this is a great moment just like harm um, is this an apple it's an apple is this a pigeon it, it is a pigeon is this a traumatic memory Kudamon explains that the barrier has been weakened and the digital world is a world that's on top of the earth and this is sort of like the same sort of thing in adventure how the digital world is just straight on top of the earth like a sort of mapped out it's the networks in earth okay so Speaking of it's which, very big. think of something you said earlier in no, no, this very no, show. And I literally, I literally referenced that it is big as the Earth. Okay, but you think it has a couple thousand people living in it, I all feel, in yeah. the one place. Well, Digimon, not people, but I like, feel like it's not as highly populated. And I and I said that at the start of the episode. I said it is not as highly populated as the Earth. It is it is the size of the Earth, but it doesn't have that many Digimon. So, and then I also remember saying that Karada might not have just thought this through very well. Okay, well that that's my. Th- point on it i'm just saying like do you is the theory of it not being populated means there might be maximum like ten thousand digimon yeah. in a space about as big as london yes and it would be very hard to find and then them. literally the rest of the earth is empty yes it is, no, it is, it is weird. Or Does that alter- seem at all likely Alternatively, it's that many Digimon over the entire Earth, which would be very hard to find them all. Like, there, they could hide easily. You would never see any Digimon ever no, next to each other. Definitely not. No, 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 I see what you mean. I, th- I think I said that anyway. Gelmon says that they've lost their purpose to fight now, and they're just sort of sitting there. Then we see that Masaru's in class, and he's feeling weird. Yoshino is also feeling weird, and so is Toma. And they're all in different clothes, which is nice. Toma's butler brings Toma and someone else a second cup of tea, and he's unsure why. So... This sort of explains something that you asked a while back with, I think it was Neon's episode, of everyone else will still remember. 
What I think the memory wipe does is it actually like somehow also wipes the minds of people who have seen what you've seen. So this, there's no types of like, hey, remember this time thing that happened? No, I think it's okay. It, it also rela- that is it clearly does- insane. Yes, it, it is so make much sense. more obvious. They just went to his house and mind wiped the butler. Okay, that too. That too. I can't believe you think that flashing light in someone's eyes erases memories out of someone else's head. I just think it would explain the neon part. Oh, it would technically explain it, yes, but it would explain it in such a stupid way. But now you're doing the thing that you told me off for doing, which was oh, sorry. saying things that weren't actually shown. Like, we didn't get a scene where I- they went to Masaru's house and mind wiped Chika and Sayuri. We didn't get a scene where he went to uh, you- you're the correct. house. They didn't show that. It is just way more logical that the way the technology works is you must hold it up in front of their face and flash them with it because if that was how it worked like you could flash Masaru and it would erase the memories out of Toma and Yoshi anyway yeah. okay no good good point maybe just by extension of like shared memories and Toma doesn't have the same shared memories as Masaru okay. but Masaru has the same shared memories of Sayuri and Chika to do with Agumon but now it's magic yes like it's, it's Digimon come on the majority no, no, of the show is magic if it's, we take it it is as... about oh let's, no it's let's science hold, fiction let's, let's hold this thing up to the computer and let's go to the wacky world of adventures no, man, it's science fiction science fiction is we are using really really fake technological concepts and doing a thing and because it's the whole like technology is so advanced it's indistinguishable from magic that's one thing right but you can't say that the application of this technology the way it is being shown mystically takes memories out of someone else's head miles away. Do you remember that time that Terrymon had to, like, open a vortex by spinning really fast? Yes, I do. <laughs> that was great. Yes, I do. And that's... It's physics. Sure, it's science fiction for you. It's weird. No, it is very weird. So, I also want to point out that, uh, so I guess trying to remember Digimon when you've had memory wipe gives you a migraine. So I get, I get chronic migraines. Does this mean I'm just not being able to remember my Digimon partner? Well, I don't get those migraines, so either... You have no relation to it. I must have been keeping it a secret from you, clearly. Um, well... And clearly my boss and my manager also have Digimon at some point, because my boss and manager also suffer from migraines. I'm also an old man, because it, se- it seems to be a thing that old middle-aged men do, is they suffer from migraines. So I guess that's a thing. All, all middle-aged men have Digimon partners, and just can't remember them. Logic. Then we get then we get the Digimon again. Galmon's sitting like a dog. I just want to point that out to everyone. He's sitting like a dog, it's great. He's got like his little paws and he's like, sit. It's so cute. Did you see it? I have a question for you. Yeah. Was there ever a time in all of Digimon where Chica was in a room with Agumon and Masaru wasn't there? Nope. There was never a time? I think so. We're never, never shown. Never once. Don't think so. But like they've, they've been living together. There's not one time where she had a conversation that he wasn't part of. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, I think so. I mean, that seems unlikely, doesn't it? I don't know. But I mean, you're right. It is more possible Wait, that, no, that they, they went to the house. Yeah. Sayuri fed Agumon before Masaru walked into a room once. And he walks in and he okay. goes, oh yeah. And so if only the memories that they share, which doesn't make sense, right? Because they have memories from different perspectives. Yeah. But if only the exact experiences they shared were gotten rid of, she'd still remember who Agumon is. No, okay. No, I see your point. It but doesn't it, work. No, you're right. So it is probably more likely the fact that they went to their house and we mind know- wiped, but we didn't get a scene that said that. Well, we know that Dad is comfortable breaking into people's houses to do experiments Yeah, you're on right. Them. That's a horrible. So, like, you can put all the pieces together and say, at, while this is not necessarily what happened, it is the most logical, the most logical thing with the information in front of us. Mm. Which is different from why they're keeping them in this room. It could be any number of reasons. To experiment on them, experiment, experiment on them 
might be a logical conclusion, but it's not clearly the only logical conclusion there. And there's no suggestion okay, one no, way or the no, other. Okay, no, I see a point. Agumon says that he doesn't care that Masaru was fired, and he says that Masaru has always liked him for him, and the bond will never be broken, even when they were fighting. And Lalamon says that she has a strong bond too, and Galmon says that his bond is unbeatable, and everyone else feels it too. What a great clip show we have. This episode is very much a clip show, and I wanted to mention this in Obnoxious Synopsis, because I didn't want to spoil anything, but we were talking about how at- the recap episode of Atmon could have been done as a clip show. Yeah. For example, from the eyes of, of you and my Hunter J. Oh, that would have been so good! <laughs> But I feel like this is also like a sort of alternate to the the recap. We sort of get like the the meeting points of the Digimon and the human and why they're important to each other. And we have like the big character moments. We have the boxing episode with Toma and Gamon says boxing is really important to Toma and anyone who soils this must be punished. And we have Yoshino have the flashback with the piano. We have how Masaru and Agumon met by punching each other. It is actually quite an okay clip show. Yeah, uh, I thought. Like, I don't know. It does too little to establish what they're trying to establish. Yeah. And it does too much because it was boring. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I guess it was I didn't really appreciate it because I don't... Everyone sort of... Oh, I know it's, it's from 2005, so the things hadn't progressed as much then. But also, I think, I, can I point out that it's episode 26 and that's the same yeah. episode of Atmon that we got the recap? Sure. I think everyone's it's a bit time. over clip shows being literally like, remember that time? Ah, and they're just showing you that time. I think we, we do. I think we mentioned that. I'm not synopsis. We do remember. I'm pretty sure. Unless yeah. we mentioned it afterwards so um then Agumon's like guys guys i got this i i could break us out don't worry about it no just before that sorry i just want to say that Galmon's like well i let's remind them i like how it's his idea it's not just like oh it's Agumon's idea again it's it's someone else's idea well, Agumon's an idiot and then kudamon says look if we escape we're going to be called traitors and then they all say well we still want to leave and kudamon's like they're okay, already then. called traitors well wait who would call them traitors that's that's is doesn't exist because everyone involved has been arrested the, the, the ministry of confidentiality ministry of confidentiality thinks the digimon are all evil so they okay. don't think digimon are on their side to begin with yeah but it sounds dramatic okay yeah also treason means you are a traitor that's kind of where that comes yeah. from yeah no no i know that much which means they think that masaru is one they yeah. know they definitely think that satsuma is one because they've arrested him and the digimon are just evil yeah so yeah. they're in no danger of being saw seen in any bad way here because they already are Agumon uses Baby Burner and fills the whole room with smoke so they can get out. Lalamon helps too by singing a song and putting the, the guards who run in to sleep. Then they all grab the Digivices. they run in. Why would they bother? You know, it is stupid, but I think maybe they, for some reason they want to keep them alive. Galmon tells Agumon to try considering the situation first, and Agumon says, Who cares? I wanted to get out. In the dub, it's beautiful. Next time you act, use your head. I did use my head. Where do you think the fire came from? Stop your quarreling. Let's go. It's great. Falcomon gets Akuto, and then the Pawn Chessmon get Mickey and Megumi. And I guess we can say, like, those that were adats were arrested, but the main characters were memory wiped. It's sort of like this. I'm trying to, I was trying to work out why, and the best I could come up with, like, the ones who, I guess, had lives for a long time before, and who were only recently added by dats, were easier just to memory wipe. And as for people who might have been working at dats for a number of years, had to be, like, had to be put in the, put in prison, basically. I, I can tell you exactly why these ones are memory wiped and not put in prison. Because the script said so? No, actually, I can give you a reason. Oh. 
personal oh, story okay. reason. Okay, let's go. These are the people who heard the bad guy say about the genocide. The people the memory wiped, yeah. Oh, except for Akuto. So that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, but also he is also... A, yeah, I think they probably just want to do studies on Akuto. So it just they don't need to memory wipe him yeah. because they want to study him like, anyway. Because the, the captain and the, Mickey Mugumi did not hear that the bad guy's plan is to commit genocide. These three did. So... Assuming that Kurata has the like the you know the magic voice that everyone just listens to automatically, if he's like we should rest, he goes. But we can just memory wipe these guys. Whatever. Well, sure. Okay. He would know. Whatever. I guess. If I'm being as favorable as I could possibly be, mm. even though it doesn't deserve it in any way. Akuto says that he wants revenge, so he, he goes to find like Kurata. What an idiot. And then he evolves Falcomon to Yatagaramon, which surely that would work, right? <laughs> I, I, I think I wrote down, uh, Yatagaramon is back, but it's not his evolution episode, so prepare for him to get punked. And he does. And then I go, wow, it's pretty much instant. By the way, did you notice the size of the hallway that Kurata was standing in? Yeah, it's like a huge, like, bunker. Okay, no, no. So Not a bunker, it's, uh, like a, an airplane It thing. appears to be like an airplane hangar. Yeah, hangar, that word. And then, it, like, the camera sort of, like, comes down to him, and now it's a regular hallway. Like, it's just a hallway. I think it might thin out. I'm not sure. And then it... But also, think about the door that leads in. Ikuto walks through a regular door. Why would a regular door inside a building lead into an airplane hangar? No, I feel like the hallway was shown before the airplane hangar, maybe. There's no airplane hangar. May, what they were doing was there was a problem on the perspective, and he was... His animation was way too small on the, no, all the, on the hallway. The, we also saw silhouettes and they were like in the airplane hangar. There is no airplane hangar. I don't know what you're talking oh, no, about. I'm just saying that the thing that looks like an airplane hangar has silhouettes of things in it. I think that you should go back to that thing. It'll be like um in Frontier with like the feet on the seat in the um, in the train. Yeah. Where you're sitting in one part, but you put the weird perspective puts the feet over here. Yeah. Like look at the, look at the scene and it goes here to here. And you're like, it goes from... It be- could be an animation error. It, it looks like... Kurata is like five centimeters tall. Maybe he is. We don't know how tall he is. No, but then he becomes normal height and the old everything normalizes. <gasps> it's a miracle. And then it goes back. Yeah. It's just it's animated really badly. I think you'd think it's really funny. Yeah. No, I I, I kind of want to rewatch that now, and I think I might. Speaking of like weird things, and I noticed this in the last episode as well that when Falcomon evolves, even though when other Digimon in the dub are evolving to perfect, they say Warp Digivolve. Falcomon just says Digivolve. That's fine. It's just really know. weird. I know like previous. Obviously, we have just seen, okay, it's Digivolve from a child to adult and then to adult to perfect in the dub. And then it's only Warp Digivolve when we go from child to ultimate. But now it's like Warp Digivolve if you skip any number of steps. Sure. <clears throat> and then we see some silhouettes and they fight Akuto and Akuto loses. And then this is the part where we see the Digimon running through the town and we get this this one man in the dub say something about Halloween, which I don't know, I just felt the charm... I found it charming for some reason. You're allowed. Tom is boxing and he's looking at his gloves and Galmon shows up and it's this really cute moment and Galmon just like, they... Whoever, like, did the art for this episode seems to like dogs because they gave Garmon more, like, these mannerisms of a dog more in this episode than any other episode. Are you saying that Garmon's a dog? Yes. Well, he is. Well, surprise. I know you said he was a bear at some point. He when, when, when like you first remember, like, yeah, oh, he's a bear. A like, he's a dog. Bear. But, like, previously, like, it's just been like, okay, he is a dog-like creature. He looks like Bearmon to me. Mm, he's, okay, no, okay, I see your point. He's... Because he's standing upright, 
but in this episode, he has the mannerisms of a dog. Yeah. He's, like, sitting like a dog with his, like, legs out and his, his front paws on the ground. And when he runs in to see, like, to see Toma, he's, like, mouths hanging open. He's such, like, he's Mr. Peanut Butter There's in this episode. There's possibility he doesn't have paws and his paw Or the things that are his paws look exactly boxing gloves. Well, we don't actually, yeah, we don't actually know if he can take them off. No. The only creature that seems to be able to do that is Gaimon. Same with, we t- haven't seen Togemon do it either. Togemon probably can't. Like, like, I want to see what they look like without it. Like, are they just like... What if they're just like really creepy yaoi hands? <laughs> this really human hands? Like, that, that'd be... Like, um, that's horror. Like, that is horror material. Like a Sonic character with no gloves on? Hmm? We've, people have seen that before? I've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, in... Um, you should you can actually see it whenever you want. Um, In Sonic Forces, the new one that's coming out, yeah. there's all these um DLC like costumes and stuff. And there's one for Persona 5. And the Persona 5 one is he's dressed like um like Joker with the mask and, the, and yeah. the thing. But he's not wearing any gloves. So he's just got big, giant human hands. I need to, like... I really want to get Sonic Forces. I think it's because you, I want to make my wanna... own Sonic OC Do Not Steal. Yeah. Because, like, I'm sorry, but I love Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, like... Okay, I love Sonic the Hedgehog, no, but I, have, you, I haven't you, played any recent games. Like, I think... You the played on- Sonic... Um... The, I know, I was about to say, the only recent game I played was Sonic Generations. And that was really good. Oh, no. Sonic Mania, that was also good. But Sonic Mania was very, like, retro. Sonic. Can I rewind that was for my just Sonic. a moment yeah. to be weird about why has the Persona 5 costume got these big giant human hands considering Joker, one of his big things is he's wearing red gloves. Okay. Why would You're right. they, no, why would they remove the gloves? Are you looking this up right now? I want you to look this no, up. No, right I, I'm making the show notes. I'll, I'll look it up later. Oh, it's really bad. No, but the, yeah, no. The, the, yeah, but my point is Galmon is just a dog in this episode and it's so cute. And then we have Yoshino's looking at a piano and Lalamon shows up. And then Masaru is at, his, at the dinner table and saying, Hey, mum, you kind of made too many, too much fried eggs. And she's like, yeah, I don't know why. I just felt like I felt like I could make this much. The best line is when Chika goes, Jesus, mum, pull yourself together. <laughs> like, wow. I think that, that was in the dub, right? No, that was oh, in the original. original. Like, wow. Like, this child, what is your damage? Like, jeez, mum, stop cooking so well. Like, she made all these fried eggs, which I guess maybe to, like, when you have a Digimon, like, that, you know, they, who likes fried eggs, like, you make that much fried eggs, right? I don't know. Well, yeah, considering that Agumon walks in and just eats all of them in one bite. Oh, it's a great scene, though. Like, what I love about Savers is how much Agumon loves Sayuri's food. Hey, boss, I'm in here now. Oh, eggs sick. Awesome. Eat all that. Nom, Excellent. Nom, nom, nom. Thanks, boss. How you doing, boss? What an extravagant why table you, spread. Why are you calling? me this yeah and masaru's just like like chica and Sayuri are kind of like we're like who is this dinosaur and marcus like who's this frog i'm gonna punch you <laughs> I'm not a frog i'm Agumon. like he's so brave he's just like you were coming into my house you were scaring my sister and mother i i will, well, I will the hurt migraines. you yeah you, you're giving me us all migraines you ate you ate all these eggs even though there were too many eggs like it's just like it's a it's a cute thing so Agumon takes masaru back to where they first fought oh but which the, the, is so, interesting so before that um Masaru kind of pushes Agumon and it's like this oh, yeah. slow motion like it's not like a punch he pushes him and he goes oh, 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 oh. it's like this really sad moment it's like it meant to be emotional it's really sad so yeah the, 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 then Agumon's like I will take you to where you first met and for some reason Masaru goes along with him yeah thank you for it that was what I was trying to identify I was like why would he go if like, he doesn't like this frog I think he must have said something like like look I'll show you something about being a man and Masaru's like oh, being a man you say or like I'll show you where things fight ooh fighting you say maybe I feel like Agumon was able to like 
convince him by saying like one of his favorite words like man or punch or fight. It seems like a long walk, right? To, and rather than just being like walk outside the front door and then fight him right Imagine there. Imagine if it was just like right next to the house. Because you know what? There's nothing. It doesn't. The place wasn't relevant. It was getting punched in the face that was relevant. Yeah. Um, also, what I really like about this is the reason Masaru is so aggressive. They explain it really clearly. Mm. Is he's a little dumb and he he's confusing the migraines with being angry. Yes. He's just like, when I look at you, I get pissed off. Because he's like, oh, my head hurts. And the dub is just like, well, whenever you talk, I get a migraine. Because if it's that, right? If it's maybe talking about a migraine, it's like, oh, man, my head kind of hurts. That's that's lame. No, but he legitimately thinks that he's... Be- he thinks he's angry. Look, I He's think, not, but he thinks I he think is. I think we've said it before, is that nothing has ever gone wrong in Masaru's life. Except, for, I mean, his dad did walk away. but like, Disappear. Potentially disappeared. But he, he could have... For all he knows, he could have walked away. Like, he doesn't know that. Well, the mom sure as hell didn't say anything. Yeah. And, I mean, I can just say that... What if he's never had a migraine or a headache or any sort I've of, like... had a migraine. Maybe... You're lucky. Maybe... Maybe yeah. he's just never been ill, or maybe he's just never had a headache. And he's just kind of like a, what is this feeling? Must be anger. I think he's just a bit dumb. We know that. Yeah, that too. Which um, is fine. So, Agamon eventually punches him out of frustration. No, just sorry, sorry, again, before that. Um, so, when Agamon says, look, this is this is where we first fought. And the W says, this is where we fought man to man. And Marcus says, man to man, you're one short. Because he's like a little frog. It's pretty good. Also, Masara's just like really trusting of like this small dinosaur. Like, hey, dinosaur that just showed up, I will... Yes, I will let you take me to this place. Well, I mean, like, let's be honest. We know about Masaru's history. We've seen it before. He thinks he can take him. Nothing. Nothing's going to go wrong. Because mm. if, he, if he's going to fight, well, Masaru thinks he'll win. I love Masaru so much. He's cool. a good dog. So we have a clip show in the middle of a punch. Yeah, because... I don't, I don't care about anything. Oh, and I, I just want to say that we get this moment when Agumon gets really mad because Masaru says, look, shut up. And Agumon says, oh, Mark, Mark Masaru, you idiot. And in the dub, he's saying, "Look, whenever I talk, whenever I, whenever I think about you, whenever I look at you, whenever you talk, I, I get a headache, and you're really upsetting me now." And then when Agumon punches him, he says, "Sorry, boss," instead of, sh- "Um, you idiot." Also, then when they finish the cut, the um, the, all the flashbacks in the English, at least, Agumon is like audibly crying. He's That's like, so <laughs> "Noise on it!" It's like, so why is cute. He doing that? What I love is when Masara remembers, and Agumon, who is like, I know I've said like half the cast is dogs at this point but Agumon's a good dog because Agumon just starts like cuddling him and like nuzzling him and it's really cute and he's just like how is he not just like a big Labrador in the in a frog costume <laughs> I mean I we've established so. that Agumon looks like a frog so do you think that like to stop the memory wiping stuff you just have to punch someone in the face I think you have to awaken their memories enough okay how would they do that to Chika and Sayuri I feel like as I said I think it's just connected I feel like Agumon just punched them no I feel like Agumon just came up and said I love your fried eggs and Sayuri's like yes because I don't think they're ever going to address that I think they because this will be like the third time something big and important will happen Mm. and they're not going to like where are Kuto's parents where are they I feel like it's addressed I feel like it's addressed I don't remember when but I hope so. Is his mom still in jail? I hope he so. doesn't seem to care. Like, otherwise, she should be. But like, he, he even should... talks about them. Like he remembers they exist. Yeah, he should say, "I wonder how my parents are. I hope my mom's not in jail. That would be great." Gizmon's capturing the footage, and Karada says, "Look, just destroy them." Yoshino and Thomas show up, and it turns out that, that Gizmon were also sent to get them because they got their memories back, but they were defeated. And then oh, we, we should another establish quickly sent. here. 
He's authorizing the murder bot right now, yes. right? Yeah. So I'll just go and kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't he just kill them at the beginning when they came back? I don't think he th- thought he needed to. But what if? What do you mean he doesn't need to? It's way more of a liability to leave them in the open than to just kill them. Okay, no, I see. A, I see a point. There, there's no downside to killing them for this guy if he's so politically connected and he has them on treason charges. Just kill them. Mm. And he obviously thinks it's fine now, and he doesn't seem bothered by the decision in any way. It just seemed like, well, plan A didn't work, even though there's no reason to have gone for plan A. It had the same effect as plan B. It just let it open to the possibility of them escaping. I guess murder is now. Yeah. Sure, why not? So then they all defeat the Gizmon, and Akuto tells them to run. Because Gizmon and didn't then, get introduced in this episode, so they're way weaker. And there's been, there's been some issues, I guess, because of the big silhouettes, which we still don't know what they are yet. Mysteries! What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? Like, it was it was a hell of a clip show, right? Um, It had some fine bits, but mostly I wasn't really on board with it. See, I like the, the this treason, episode. The treason stuff knocked me off kilter for the whole episode. I'm not mm. going to lie to you. I thought that ruined pretty much the whole episode for me in advance, because I knew nothing afterwards I could take it seriously. And it became very clear that it's a filler episode in the sense that I feel like if you if you cut off the entirety of this episode and just assume that they only got back for the first time in the next except one, then it would be the same. Part, except for the silhouettes, but that could have been tacked on to the end of the, the previous episode or maybe the next episode. But the silhouettes don't mean anything. That doesn't... No one knows anything. Also, Dap's being anything. on fire and, like, something happening. Oh, yeah, no, they see Akuto and the whole thing blows up. Yeah, but there's... Is that so, Dats? That was the Dats building, I'm pretty sure. the Dats building? in like a secret thing mm. underneath the docks no 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 that was the dats building because that's where the silhouettes were okay i'm pretty sure unless um Akuto was very fast in moving from dats to wherever karada was so yeah. found him pretty quickly i guess so how would you rate this episode uh, like a five maybe see, i gave an eight so i also agree that it was one point better than the previous episode okay. see i just thought this was really good for feelings um i feel like it was yes Technically, I guess it was sort of filler, but in the way that it sort of it acted as a re- a good recap episode because it explained to you what w- what the stakes were, like who the characters were, how they met their Digimon, who's important, everything about that, and I, th- I thought it was fine. Mickey Megumi sure aren't. Yeah, they're sort of like they're there, I guess. Oh boy, are they only just there? What was the major difference you noticed? Because there weren't that many for this. To me, and it's really clear, and it's just because of my interest in it. It's the use of the word high treason okay. as opposed to treason. Yeah, it's. So- so different! It, there's a huge difference between a crime against your country and a crime against the king. Mm. Right? That's hilarious. See, I guess my one was, and this is the only one that really sp- spoke to me at all, because there weren't that many differences in either of these episodes this week, really, except for the inconsistent cutting last episode. But in this episode, it was when Agumon goes to punch Masaru after Masaru says that, oh, just, just shut up. And the dub, he says, looking at you gives me a migraine. And in the dub, Agumon says, sorry, un- sorry, boss, because he's about to punch him. And in the original, calls him stupid. Like, you're an idiot. And I just feel like that, that, that that's the only change that really jumped out. But besides that, like, there weren't any changes. Like, I mean, there wasn't much that happened in this episode. I feel like you could summarize this episode in about 20 seconds, maybe 30. There's a flashback. <laughs> like, they lose their memories... The Digimon come to rescue them. And they then get their they, memories back. They get their memories back. Akuto tries to get revenge on Karada. There's some silhouettes. They beat up Akuto, and I guess they set fire to Dats. And then when Karada sends Gizmon out to 
the main characters, then th- th- they're defeated quite easily because it's not their introduction episode. And then Ikuda shows up and then se- tells them to run. I have a very simple question. If you if Yadagaramon was defeated like instantly by whatever this silhouette thing was. Yeah. Well, there were three silhouettes. No, no, three no, or, maybe in, four? in that hallway, there was like one, I think. No, there's more than one. I don't think there was any. I think that they no, threw no. they threw a blast at... No, no, no. I, 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 I know what's coming. And I knew what to look for. Those are silhouettes. Fine. Whatever. If he was defeated almost instantly, then how come he got away? Yes. That too. I feel like because they couldn't kill him and it was in the script that he got away. What do you mean you couldn't kill him? They just authorized the murder bots and mm. all those other dudes. No, no. Okay. See, I see your point. So the big bads have both been beaten so far by not the main character. We had Saber Leomon, who was, I guess... He doesn't count. He was a he was a bad guy of the week. Yeah, okay, yeah, good right, good point. He came up for, like, two episodes. But Marukimon was kind of, like, just killed by Karada pretty easily. Sorry, I don't agree he was a big bad. He was always on the side that humans and Digimon could coexist. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, but... He was he was the biggest proponent when, of humans in this no, entire when, show. when he first... When Marukimon <laughs> first showed up... Like, with the, the Piermon and Falcomon episode, he was very, very sinister. I don't know what you're talking about. He was always... He always thought Okay, no, I, I see coexist. what you're saying now. But the point is, this is like if Vamdemon showed up and killed Edamon and Devimon. But also the two, like, I guess, quote-unquote, bad guys were ultimate-level Digimon. And they're also easily killed by by a human not by the main characters and I just I just feel like it's kind of weird that like we haven't really seen the kids beat any big bads yet and the big I guess sort of like what uh, the only things we could call as a big bad were defeated pretty easily by not the main characters and also their ultimate level Digimon and they didn't require the main characters to get to ultimate to defeat them I know I just thought it was interesting I guess what are your thoughts about it? I don't find it interesting. I, I just find it interesting to link different seasons of Digimon. That That's your hobby, not mine. Speaking of linking previous seasons of Digimon, so what we saw this week in the first episode, a death triggered an evolution. And this is so common in Digimon and it happens every season. Great. Well, basically, I don't, th- I don't think it happened in Frontier, maybe. Uh, there were no real deaths. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, I think there was like... Wait, didn't... Deaths um, in general or... Koichi's death? trigger the oh yeah it's to Sanamon yeah you're right yeah you lose yeah no right I lose completely so I feel like it's better than Wizamon and Leomon and also I guess Koichi I think they did better with Wizamon really you complained about Wizamon you said they just introduced him like two episodes oh, ago oh yeah, yeah no, I don't think it was done well I think it was done Marukimon than... was introduced I want to say like 20 episodes Bime, ago Bime, he was always on the side that humans and Digimon could shut up exist. shut up okay I, the thing the reason I don't like this is because he became a different character in this episode so that you would feel um you would feel sympathy for him I don't agree like i think that he was on a slope of realization or whatever but in this episode he's like no no i was a completely different character from what you thought i was right and so i, I you know didn't think it was good that's it see i, I thought it was fine i mean i preferred it to wizamon i preferred it to yes i'm gonna say it. i preferred to wizamon and i preferred it to leomon and i even though the koichi thing wasn't just introduced like recently like that that sort of had some plot to it and sort I of sometimes try was better I can't even remember the one in Try. Yes, you do. It was in episode one. Who, who died in episode one? It was episode two. Ep- oh, you mean chapter two? Yeah, chapter it was two. Episode yeah. two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that was good. Yeah, but we're not. That we're triggered not an evolution. Try. No, it didn't. It was. Yes, it, it happened did. because of an evolution. No, I thought it triggered the evolution. No, she she evolved and did it. I thought she did it and evolved. Mm. Okay, it was it was at the same time, but it didn't it didn't explicitly trigger it's the evolution. The same thing. My point is, I'm not including Try in that. Oh, whatever. And then I addressed this earlier. But that happened in chapter five. Back in the Neon episode, you mentioned being annoyed because. 
even though he doesn't remember what happened, everyone else does. And I guess maybe this episode, but I, I know you th- you still think that they went to the, the people's houses and beep, beep, beeped them. Well, there's like four people to get. That makes sense. I don't know. I feel like, I, I just I just feel like it sort of like t- affects them, but you're right. It makes no sense I why it would. I can't figure out how it no. could possibly do that. It'd be like shooting someone in the chest with a gun and then all of their friends died. Okay, no, I see a point. Like, I just don't get it. And I think we discussed Karato and his intentions well enough. Oh boy, did we. I don't think we need to discuss Karato anymore. Oh, he's written so badly. And And I I disagree there. Like, I don't, I think he's got all these cool pieces of of a cool villain, but then everything he does is stupid. Have I convinced you of anything about Karata? Not really. Because I, I feel like I've had some good points. I feel like you have as well. I, I don't... Th- I think that you've had good points that make sense if you don't consider the other half of his personality. And then when you talk about that half of his personality, you also have good points. But you keep forgetting they both exist together. Yeah, and I feel like they could have done better to show that there's sort of like this duality between his character. Like Absolutely. The two, he, he has like these two sides of him. But I'm working with what they did show us. Which, yeah. unfortunately, doesn't allow me to just assume a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, it's an alternate dimension. For Screenshot this week, this week, I have to have the the knuckle sandwich part where Galmon basically feeds his boxing glove to Agumon. <laughs> and, Jay, I don't think you were... What I had, initially, was when all the Digimon are standing around, and they're all laughing, I think, something that Agumon says. Yeah. And there's a particular, like, because Galmon's kind of a serious figure, but he has, like, this really giant smile, and his shoulders are all going, and it looks really silly, and I had so- done a big red circle around that. Um, but you didn't send it to me, no, so you're I going forgot. to have to pick one of mine. I don't know what yours are. Well, I guess I, I guess I'll just give you the closest one to your moment. All right, which is uh, which is the one where Galmon's sitting like a dog in the I'll circle. T- I'll take it because he's looking like a dog. I don't even great. mind. It's great. But yeah, so um, the reason we don't have time for to actually get Jay's screenshot is because I'm like not at home. He's not going to go home for like several days. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping him alright. I'm actually locking him in my dungeon. I'm a hostage. Everyone. So it's please. a hostage. It's a hostage situation here. So yeah, by the time this episode comes out, he will still not have been home because I guess the episode's coming out in what like eight hours. Good luck. Yay! No sleep for me. Uh, it's it's past midnight. So did Digimon introduced? Are we even going to talk about Gizmon? Skip it. Skip it. Let's move on. What about Yatagaramon? No, that let's is go, a cool let's design. Go. That is a cool design. Yeah, whatever. That is a cool design. I don't care. Jay. It's ten past twelve. <laughs> no, it's a cool it's design. Fine. It's a bird. It, I, don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's a crow. It's way cooler than Pekmon, I guess, is what I'll give oh, you. Oh, yeah, it's way cooler than Pekmon. Like, 100%. The Postmon Pat this week, we did not actually have any comments to our weekly poll this week because Woo-hoo! I guess I just pulled it out of nowhere. Would so, Matt's dead fight at Digimon? Yeah, no one would comment on that. I believe we got some votes, though, at the very least. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Was we it. Got, we got more than two. Nine. Was it nine? We got 21 votes. I can't believe believe we had that much engagement so yeah no, no comments but uh, apparently unless like wordpress is lying to me was it 20 had, yes uh no we had 16 yes five no wow what do you think would yamato's dad fight a digimon i think he would i think push comes i think if it threatened his kids yeah you're right Okay, so we have I st- letters. I still think he's one of the original Digitestined. But w- w- he'd be in the shots. You'd see him. We do get shots, but we don't have close enough to see what they actually look like. Oh, I like- want to. I want to see the actual designs. I I can't think I care more about the original Digitestined than I do about the Adventure Digitestined. No, no. I just want to know what happened. I I think I care more about the original Digitestined than the Zero Two Kids. Just show me more original Digitestined. Show me more. So we got a Gmail from YouTube who says when Jay mentioned hating Yggdrasil and try. They're wondering how I'd feel about 
uh, how about how I would feel about it in Savers, but didn't want to spoil it since they uh, couldn't remember how far in advance it was. Now they know. However, they do remember it actually being done well in Savers. Well, other things aren't being Can't done wait. well, so who knows what that actually means? But Ryushi, and being part like, of the mythology, I, I, be- I believe that really Ryushi doesn't actually doesn't like Savers, so it's good that he said that something is good about Savers, right? Because if he and you both don't like Savers, but something's good in Savers, I don't know. We have hope, right? There's hope for Savers. I don't. I don't. Okay, continue. And being part of the mythology, they really enjoyed despite the series so you can look maybe look forward to that uh they think that reviewing savers it's important to keep in mind that it was made for older fans too and that's why nothing that makes any sense because you can't even use the excuse that it was for children mm. uh, i had a, some issue with jay complaining about it's good if you don't think about it in frontier wait oh, because they think it's fine to not have to think while watching a show uh but if you want to target older viewers and older fans to boot you have to be willing to step up your game i mean i get it in like a teletubby sense for four-year-olds you don't have to think about it but 10-year-olds think about stuff Mm. like it's i think it's i think you're selling your audience really short to say that you it's good if you don't think about it is the goal of your show i like that i that stops at teletubbies to me any more than that you're allowed if you you should be encouraged to think about pieces of media see sometimes when i'm watching something i just want to sit down and i just want to go brain dead watching a thing like that's just something like it it's very soothing and it's very relaxing especially for someone whose like head doesn't shut up half the time it is very nice to be able to like try to just turn off the the brain and just have something that doesn't require thinking about. Does your brain feel like it's incredibly active when you watch a show like Brooklyn Nine Nine? That that's that's a good show. Like it's, Brooklyn it's, Nine it's a show Nine I can switch it is off. a really really clever show, mm. which when you think about it is even funnier because all of their jokes are very well crafted and all their characters are really well done. But it's a show you can turn your brain off of because it's also just entertaining. And also that's what it, a show should yeah, be. Yeah, it also isn't isn't too in depth. Like I I like Game of Thrones, but like I have to pay so yeah. much attention to Game of Thrones or else I'm just like, who's this character? What's their relation? Yeah. What's what what why why are they salty? So there are two sides of that spectrum then. Mm. And, but and I think al- a show also, that is also in the same way that Brooklyn Nine Nine's entertaining and is what I'm watching at the moment is I'm watching Pretty Little Lies. And I think Pretty Little Lies is very good, but you do not have to pay attention to it. Like there have been moments where I'm pretty sure I've just because I, I have this problem where if I'm not moving, uh, I kind of just pass out. So I'm pretty sure in some points of Pretty Little Lies, I have just passed out. Not because I'm not interested, but because I just have this issue that it's like if I'm not like it's it's why I, I'm trying to move around a lot because otherwise I will pass out. So I'm pretty sure I've missed like maybe like small little bits, maybe like a minute or so of Pretty Little Lies. But the fact is like you can just not pay attention for a minute, and it's not because it's slow; it's just because it's easy to understand and easy to follow, and that's really good. But like it's still something that like you want to think like it's a thriller, so you're like okay, so who, who is the uh, who who is the actual murderer? Who is the, who is the one that's stalking them? It I just I just think Pretty Lies is really good. And I think everyone should watch it. Yay! Yeah, but if you turn, if you start to think about that show, is it still good? Well, yeah, it's it's good if you think about it. Okay, so what I'm, it's I just guess, you don't have to. I guess what I don't like about this show, right? About about the idea of it's only it's only good if you don't think about it, and then it stops being good if you do. And rather than just it being an audience thing, is that the mode you are forced to watch that show in is brainless? See, I still think Savers is good. You are forced to not think. We're not talking about like, Savers. It's got entertaining parts to it, and those are saving graces. But it is very clear to me that the core plot is not well put together. And meanwhile, I also kind of liked Frontier. 
I feel like there are a lot of issues and problems with Frontier, but I still like it. I thought there was, like, nothing redeemable about it. Like, if I want to watch a season, like, just a season of Digimon, like, I might watch maybe Adventure, because there are episodes of Adventure that are much more enjoyable, but sometimes maybe I just feel like watching Frontier. I honestly believe if that show did not have the word Digimon in the name, and they replaced it with a different kind of monster, they replaced the designs you recognize with other things, but otherwise kept the show exactly the same, you'd think that show was trash. Oh, yeah, well, I I think it's, like, not particularly, like, the, the best Digimon season. No, but you liked it, which yeah. means that the content of the show you thought was good. I also have huge amounts of nostalgia for that season in particular. But I think I think that's the only reason you think this way. And I know yeah, I'm assuming a lot of stuff that's going on in your head. Oh no, prob- probably. I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you there. The I'm, opinion I'm forced I'm to just conclude saying from that, having like, watched it. I, I do like Frontier, but I do also think there are a few problems with it that could have been better. I feel like the the way you described Frontier, like when you when you said this is how I would fix it, I was like, wow, that would be that would be really good because. Because Frontier does have solid foundation, and the Frontier movie is actually quite good. It's fine compared yeah. to the rest of this Frontier. It's got stuff going on, which is yeah. more like I say for the rest of it. It has like the whole underlying thing of human Digimon versus beast Digimon. Anyway, continue. So Ruchi says that regarding Atmon, I was right. They did enjoy the Gatchman Runs Away episode. It wasn't their top ten, but they liked it anyway. And looking at they're getting the Digimon game to see how they like it. Um, but since they don't even have a gaming system, may which game would if uh, would they find the most enjoyable and would be worth the money well since you, since you said that you don't have a gaming system i would probably suggest one that's easily accessible without that because gaming systems are expensive on their own um so it is probably cheap actually yeah well i was going to say that if you can pick up a vita because they are throwing out the vita it, it, even then like the PSTV is much cheaper than the vita that is actually yeah and you i think i'm pretty sure it's like a 100 bucks here so it's probably like 60 dollars in it's america less now. No, knowing america well yeah. i think i bought it for like 130 when it was when it, when it just came out mm. like i bought it on release because i at the time i was a student and i didn't have a job and i was just i was just on the yeah, so PS Vita and CyberSleuth will run you like a hundred dollars American, and then you at most, as far as we're aware. Well, CyberSleuth keeps on going on sale, and I'm pretty sure I've seen it for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, CyberSleuth, I think, is one of the best Digimon games, and I put one hundred twenty hours into it. Yeah. And I would, I would replay it. I think it's got. Jay didn't particularly enjoyed it. I didn't like it. But I feel like but it's I, because it did, it does have a slowish start. It's not even that, right? I don't like turn uh, except for very narrow exceptions. I don't like J- I don't like JRPGs that much. You, I don't like turn-based combat. I think you, it's boring. You've often said that you like Persona, but like you actually prefer like the visual novel parts of Persona. If I could skip the dungeons, I pretty much always would. Like if you could have a version of Persona which was just like the dating sim and visual novel part, you would play it. Pretty much. Like that's why I think you should try visual novels. I'll take boss fights. The boss fights are fun. Mm. But other than that, I think that like the dungeon crawling stuff is boring. Yeah. And I felt like there was so much. I hate random battles. Hate it. Yeah. But I. It is. It's good. In Cybersleuth because you get like hacking skills and one of the hacking skills you can like it acts as like a repel from Pokemon but like as you get a higher hacking level there is one that just says yeah Digimon just won't show up yeah, when, when you have this activated go read May's review it's very glowing that probably will convince you to go play Cybersleuth yeah so I, yeah I wrote a review on it and uh yeah I do if you like that sort of genre of game Cybersleuth is a good one alternatively and the, another game which I have said is one of the best Digimon games is Digimon World 2003 it does require a PS1 so if you don't have access to a PS1 uh, obviously that'd be too much money so as for like the if you don't want to get a Vita uh, there 
it, there are games like on the on the mobile Digimon Links just came out. That's that's great. If you do get a Vita, though, you can play Persona Four, and that's a good game. Yeah, if you get a Vita, you also have access to Danganronpa One and Two and Three. Three is not on the Vita. Yes, it is. I'm buying on the Vita. Is it? Yeah, came out on the Vita. Oh, you mean V Three? Yeah, V Three. Okay. Sorry, that's different. Yes, yeah, the Three is the anime. Three is not available on PS Four because it's the anime. Are you looking forward to having that discussion like five years from now? Remember Danganronpa Three? Yeah, but Three or V Three? What? Oh God, that's already annoying. Why? So we got one from Emimoto. Anyway, so yeah, I would just say yes. At the end of the day, yes, Cyber Sleuth because you can just have the the Vita. But there's also DMO, which is free. So that's Digimon Masters Online, uh, and a bunch of people from the because I know Ryuchi is a Patreon supporter and has access to the Slack. So a bunch of people on the Slack are currently playing DMO together. You could jump on that. That's free. That only needs a computer, and I don't think you need a very good one either. Um, and also it runs on Mac. Because I used to play it on my Mac. So yeah, Digimon Links on phone, DMO on computer, Cyber Sleuth on Vita, and but that just requires maybe a PS TV, which is the, like half the price of a Vita, and basically it's just like it plays Vita games, but you plug it into your TV, and that's it. But some games aren't compatible. I'm pretty sure, at least on the Australian release, Cyber Sleuth is. But yeah, so Cyber Sleuth probably a good choice there. Yeah, continue, Jay. Sorry. What? Huh? What? So we got one from Emamoto. So regarding episode 24. Says, so if Marukimon knew that Keenan was human and knew that his human parents were looking for him, why didn't he send Keenan home through the Digigate he has been guarding the whole time? Pause. Because it goes to the ocean. And even though he couldn't know that, although he could, he could just stick his head through. Uh, so, like, notice so the script. Pause you for a second. Karata came through that, and so did the rest of the of the exploration squad. No, they, they, just, they just land in the ocean, apparently. Yeah, just like the kids did. Yeah. I never, th- I never thought about that. that like, was, yeah, you're that right. That was the exit. You're right. It, it just leads to the, uh, to the, to the ocean. I guess. I'm glad they didn't die. And then Emimoto says he could have sent Falcomon and Frigimon to the human world with Kanan to help the, the, the carriers. Criers. That uh, Emimoto uh, carriers. It's probably a misspell. Okay. Criers. Keep peace between the worlds. The same way Kudamon and Kamimon help Crazy Fisherman and the Commander. Are you like Crazy Fisherman is his name? <laughs> The chief? Yeah, Yoshima. Homer. Um, I can't believe his name's Homer. Nice. R.A.P. Uh, I guess this is an, he's a bold man. I don't know. Yeah. Bold fat guy. Uh, look, he could have done that, but... I guess I don't know. Wait, no, that portal. Wait, no, that portal did exist. Mm. Uh, it existed. It existed after Frigimon adopted the child, though. Mm. And I guess at that point, you can't make her give it up. Like the show's not good at explaining people's motivations. I don't know. We, we don't have a backup for that. I don't think there's no totally reasonable explanation. That's one way they could have done, it, especially considering they sent envoys through and Kudamon. Who authorized Kudamon? Was that from Mercurimon? Or was mm. Kudamon acting independently? I don't know. Because maybe he knew about Kudo the whole time, and no one ever said anything. I know. Well, I know that he was sent by Suguru, but I've, if he was sent by Suguru, I feel like Suguru would have said, "I'll BT dubs." There. Fine, we yeah. know that because we gave no, the no, digivice. I, I, I didn't think about that. Mm. Uh, we got one from with the, on with the will from Chakmon who says first on Atmon uh, the reveal. Uh, okay, give it. Give us skip for about thirty seconds for because of spoilers. The reveal of the shadow figure being a version of YJ-14 and the episode being cut for time to never show us the actual reveal was huge. They can't believe they never fixed that. It's interesting to hear. I still don't necessarily believe it myself. And uh, with regard to Savers, uh, episode 23 should have really been entitled uh, Ikuto's Decision, despite Jay's reveal of glaring holes and how Dats and how stupid Dats is with playing dumb and withholding information they would obviously know unnecessarily and often at their 
Kristoff's Peril, and in brackets, I'm seeing how truly bad this was written and organized. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Uh, they did uh, uh, like how this episode flowed very much. The switching back and forth between Ikuto wrestling with, is he human or is he Digimon? Is he human or is he Dancer? Um, and the gradual reveal of Kurada's backstory and what really happened that fateful day in the digital world was a good way to organize the two stories into a single episode. And episode 24 uh, in Data Squad had a ton of scenes cut. It really waters down the impact for the sake of young American audiences. Uh, is it worth it? Poor Hiroshi was um, dubbed name changed to Homer. Mm. Chuckman also agrees with you. Doll! <laughs> The go the Gomon were super cute. Uh, what a tug at the emotions! And next week, another sweet Falcomon d- Digivolution. Falcomon, yeah. Um, can anything be awesomer than Peckmon? Maybe. Definitely, definitely. On Tumblr, we got one from an Anonymon who says, "Is try just Hurricane Touchdown starring the Adventure Crew? Mako and Makumon is just Willis and Lotmon again. The Zero Two kids share the vague missing in action status that the Adventure Crew did, and even Seraphimon shows up. Oh no! All we need is All Star and Wendigomon dancing to All Star, and we're good. Oh my god! Oh, I guess May Crackmon in this situation. We got one from Trickstar Holly Angel who says they're starting to learn French, and suddenly Atmon is announced in French. They should relearn English uh, and hope for the best." Let's all study English and hope. <laughs> uh, Ellie Vorg says, In episode 23 of Savers, Masaru's desire to fight Mikurimon is because he legitimately intends to communicate with him through the medium of punching. This is an idea he picked up after becoming uh, friends with Agumon by fighting him. I don't think I agree. I think that that was a happy result, but I think that he's been communicating with people through punching for a long time. Mm. And you could argue that's him crying out for help because he misses his dad, but uh, that's a complicated, sad way of looking at it. Um, It shows how much he's changed from the Street Fighter who only fought people to prove he was the strongest. And this uh, understanding through fists will continue to be a philosophy for Masaru's, uh, of Masaru's throughout the rest of the series. In the dub, however, the idea is completely lost. It's clear that Marcus sees his fight with Mikurimon as just a fight, which he somehow expects to not get immediately killed in, and nothing more. Although, to be fair, he did, and I understand that he was weakened, but he did punch Saber Leomon's face so hard his tooth shattered. Super hard. And also, he punched out a, um, he punched out a Gizmon, which is pretty sweet. Mm. Uh, Kurata must have done experiments between the expedition and the massacre in order to create gizmon which would have involved secret tips of the digital world to gather digimon to experiment on the destabilization of the barrier is implied to be due to his experiments with space-time oscillation bombs and i agree with that and i've just realized do you remember when mikurumon said that he can sense people coming into the digital world yes why was he surprised when kurata came in that time when he keeps coming in and he would have detected him every maybe time maybe he did detect him i don't know but he said like the moment that he came in the first time he's like okay this dude's betrayed me now i already know okay no, I also he can sense the intent in their hearts mm. remember mm. Mm-hmm. um kurata attempting the massacre with only a handful of men was likely just hubris thinking his new invention was unstoppable and after it failed kurata realized that he needed to create a stronger gizmon uh, and also a better opportunity so he waited for tensions between humans and digimon to escalate on their own enough that he could catch mercurimon off guard while he was preoccupied with either fighting or negotiating with dats um hashiba is a politician who only cares about saving face with the public after digimon's existence gets exposed and he gets blamed for having no 
it all along. I would argue that the Minister of Confidentiality is probably not a public figure. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I understand a minister is someone who's just in parliament, but confidentiality is not a portfolio you would be open about because you keep it confidential. Like, I don't know, it just seems like a really weird thing to to be made public, and the fact that you were trying to keep this thing secret. No one's announcing that you fa- that you failed in your job because your job was secret. I don't know. It's, it's complicated. Therefore, he would want to order an expedition to deal with the supposed leader of the invading Digimon. And I'm not even saying he wouldn't want to deal with them, but if he's so stupid that genocide was an option on the table, then he would have just agreed to that. He wouldn't have had to be convinced to, like, parlay about it. And it doesn't seem like it's his jurisdiction. His jurisdiction is keeping the public from knowing stuff, not from actually dealing with other dimensions. I don't know. I just don't really believe that this one uh, politician has as much power as it clearly implies he does. Um, Kurata had likely been spending a lot of time gaining Governor Hashiba's favor because he knew that the Ministry of Confidentiality could overrule doubts on things that mattered. Not where Ikuto goes, even though he said that's where he goes, but, you know, other stuff that matters, like invasions of other dimensions, which is not the military's <laughs> beat at all. Um, Dats almost certainly does have less authority than it seems, as it was founded by Suguru, and so is more like an independent organization with government ties than actually part of the government. That makes sense. Well, in that case, it would have even less, um, it would have even less, uh, me, it, it would be less tied to what Hashiba wants them to do. If they're a private organization, they're just like, okay, well, we're just not going to do what you say. Mm. It, the only reason that this works is because it is a government organization. That's why the minister would have anything to say about them at all. That's how you fire someone from DATS, right? Because the government has direct control. Right. Which is what just happened in this episode. And both Toma and Satsuma suspect uh, Kurata, but couldn't do anything about it until it was too late due to the ministry's authority. Well, it seems to me that they just kind of didn't like him, and then in hindsight they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we always knew." But uh, I don't know. Either they were lazy, and they, which was which would be weird, or they just didn't know as much as they clearly say they did now. All right, everybody, join us for the next episode of Wake Up Girls: The Beginning of the End. Or Chase Karata: The Operation of Digimon Experimentation Begins. That's oh, no, extermination. extermination. Extermination too, but also probably he'll be doing some experimenting too. I really think that you've over you've overthought that part. He stitched this thing together out of Digimon, but like Digimon experimentation is not his deal. He just wants to kill them. Good point. Wait, continue. Or evolution is impossible. The Digivices break down. Or, or, and Jay was meant to read this title, Digivice Meltdown. Right under the bus. Right under there. For Weekly Wonders this week, I'm actually going to recommend another language learning app because apparently I, that's all I recommend nowadays. It's Pretty Little Liars and language learning apps. So this one I found out about because of Tofugu and they're a, they're a Japanese culture and language article blog thing, but they also have a podcast. And they mentioned that there's this language learning app that's free. It's called Lingodia and you can learn Japanese, Chinese or Korean, I believe. It's definitely Japanese because that's what I'm learning. And it's pretty good. It's like I just recently finished Duolingo Japanese and... She's fluent now. No, it's like it's not even N5. It's... It's it's not as like I, I guess because it only just came out and maybe they'll add to it in, in the in the future hopefully. But Lingo Deer seems to be like some good content as well. Also, you can turn like you can set to see what shows up. Like you can just say, hey, I don't know any hiragana, so I just want to learn. I just want to learn the hiragana for it. So they'll just give you hiragana. Or you can just say, hey, I want to learn the kanji, but also I kind of want furigana. And you can have that as well. Or if you just want to really challenge yourself, 
you could just have the kanji. So it's really good in that way that you can really choose how much you want. And a lot of the time, my complaints with Duolingo is that they weren't giving me kanji that I felt like they should be testing me with. Like, watashi, which is, I'm pretty sure is a, an N5 level kanji, and they should be teaching you that straight away. Instead, they don't. I think if they mention it once, maybe in one exercise, but then never again. And then they continue just to use the, the hiragana for watashi and not the kanji for it. So I recommend te- trying out Lingodia. It's free as far as I can tell, which I just, I'm consistently amazed with how many free apps there are and how good they are. Like, as I said, I've, I'm, com- I'm consistently amazed with Memorize as well, which is very good and free and does have, yes, it does have a premium plan, but it is completely usable without doing anything else. So I'm very amazed with how many good resources there are that are completely free. So yeah, check out Lingodia if you're learning any of those languages, especially Japanese, because learning Japanese is good, especially if you want to go consume some Digimon. Nom nom nom. What about yours, Jay? I played and completed Hive Swap Part 1. It's awesome. It's a... I remember Homestuck. Yeah, it's a um, point-and-click adventure based on Homestuck, which honestly, I'm really, I'm pretty sure you could play this entire thing without having ever touched Homestuck once. And that's good. I I believe that they should make it like that. Because the characters have, there are references to the characters from original Homestuck, but it actually, it clearly takes place like 20 years beforehand. Um, Wow, it's, it's before it, it clearly takes place before yeah um it seems to me there is a is a fairly straightforward relationship but and like... you you were uh, kickstarted it many years ago right <laughs> back in what 2012 you know i always thought when they released it they would release a game and not just like the first part of a game which i believe may i think that's only i've heard it's only like an hour or two it's it was two hours long but there's i think if you kickstart it you get all parts of it as it comes out oh that's good at least um and the game and the first part's cheap it's like seven bucks when's the next part i don't know no, it probably won't be that long um but like it's this really charming little adventure where just like you're in your weird mansion because the thing about homesuck is all the characters are defined by like some very clear and quirky traits and the two human characters are really fun mm-hmm. that i really like both of them um and uh you the your main character who you spend the first half of this part one in you you're wandering in the house sort of trying to defend yourself from these weird monsters and then you are teleported to another world and when you are teleported to that other world someone else uh, one of the aliens from that world is teleported to your world that's so your, cool. your homes are swapped right and you, oh that's why it's called hive swap it is because the the home on the alien planet is called a hive right, right? and also it fits in with homestuck hive swap and it makes it's a whole like thing. i'm just worried it'll get me into that horrible homestuck trash that i was a couple of years ago i don't think it will do that exactly but i do like everything about homestuck that was really good is like condensed down into this it's all like the fascinating mystery of like i want to know what's going on all the incredible character writing is in this like there are some lines that were written that are just absolutely hilarious like one day the- I'm, I'm just gonna go to go to work and i'm gonna be accidentally wearing one of my many homestuck shirts like especially the, the day one the brother so the the two human characters are a brother and a sister and the main character is the sister mm-hmm. but the brother who is playable is like a hardcore like i wouldn't call him like a conspiracy theorist but more like a like a young um uh what's the word um prepper where like he's always thinking okay something's gonna happen something's gonna go down there's gonna be an emergency and i need to be ready for it he's got his home he's got his three homing pigeons the lone gun birds <laughs> that's cute 
um, uh, Langley, Byers, and Frohickey. I, I love that. And, I love that it's a reference to the X Files. And you communicate with the the characters communicate with the walkie-talkie. And like, point, I've actually I've actually called Langley. Frohickey yeah, yeah, no, it says that, that's it. That's fantastic. It says it. And then, but by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, they're they're from the X Files. And they're the lone. I gunman. love the X Files. I named. My dog after Langley, who is one of the lone gunmen. So he's the best. Actually, no, Bias is the best. Th- but Langley's one, a good dog. <laughs> there's a lot of people that are talking on the radio, and the brother goes, "All right, radio silence from here on in on this unsecured channel." And she's like, uh, "Okay, sure." Because one time back when I was in training, I just kept on gabbing on these radio channels, and boy howdy, did that ever get me into trouble? Uh, okay. So okay, I really need you to make sure that you're really quiet and like it. Just I feel. There's all these like really good gags. The like the timing is really good, and the animation's really nice. You can kind of tell why the game took so long mm. because then they also have issues with all like, the art's really beautiful. I feel like he had issues with like some of the departments. Like, oh, I mean, there was development yeah. stuff as well, but like. I think a lot of it's really, like, hand-drawn, like, and it's really, really nicely done. Very detailed and complicated. I don't mm. know. I, I really highly recommend it. And it's, like, $8 Australia. It might be $8 US. I don't know. It's cheap. I'm pretty sure the Steam store is in US. Yeah. I feel like at one point it was in Australian dollars. I don't know why it wouldn't be in Australian dollars no, for but us. At one point it was in Australian dollars. And yeah. I don't think it is at the moment. I don't think it is either. I'm not sure if, like, maybe there's a setting that was, like, switched off or if they just decided just to have it in US dollars because then they didn't have to worry about conversion. I don't know. It, it's PayPal's problem, the conversion fees or something. I don't know. But yeah, I, I haven't played it. I probably will. Like, I was pretty into Homestuck a couple of years ago. It's, it's it, yeah, it's it's a thing. That that actually would mean they wouldn't have to set different prices for different regions. That wouldn't mm. they'd be their responsibility, which mm. is probably saves them a bit of time and money. Mm. No, that's fair. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I think it's a new store. I'm, I'm not sure. Anyway. I think so too. So, the link dumps linked in the description. And this week's weekly poll is Best Death Triggered Evolution. Yatagaramon, Leomon, Wizamon, or Koichi. And, like, and when I was thinking of, like, does Wormon count as, like, an evolution trigger? Probably not, right? Um. Because d- Wormon does die and there is an evolution, sort of. What, is it, what do you mean by sort of? Like, Wormon kind of, like... No, no, oh, no, Magnamon appears before Wormon, like, fully dies, right? Yes. I thought he needed the energy to... For Magmon, Magmon to appear. No, that was the uh, the 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 engine of Ken's base. I think I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think Wemon counts because I was trying to think of all the other deaths that triggered evolutions, but I don't think Wemon counts. You can find our screenshots of the week and our weekly one is linked in the description and in our link dump. Our red bubble is also linked in the description, and you can buy more than just shirts there too. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslationone at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode and message us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on at Translationone on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. We have a Skrunk thread on With The Will and a Red thread in the Digimon subreddit and we would appreciate if you were to view us on iTunes and or Stitcher or whatever podcast listening service you use because we really rely on those ratings. We also have a website. You can vote in our weekly poll, see our release schedule, and read our blog posts, which I've been writing probably more than I should. I put a lot of work into the blog and the podcast. And you can also donate to our Patreon, which is linked in the description, and on our website for Mozilla as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to Alyssa's Slack chat group. But there are higher levels with more things like rewards, like notes, early episodes, and more. And thank you to our current Patreon supporters, Sam Krieger, who has a podcast called The Moncast with Stevie. Uh, Stevie, who is also Stevie Patamon on Tumblr, is currently taking commissions. Wu Qinglong, who you can find at twitch.tv forward slash Wu Qinglong. Metal Mamimon, Joe, Penguin Mage, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki in the number one on YouTube. Chakmon, Ishwal Bamba, Hiro Alado, who is at Hiro Alado on Twitter. Jason Morosky, Ruchi, 
who's Frost and Magic on Archive of Our Own, Stephen Reeves, who's at Wildwing64 on Twitter, Kaidawashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, Chisai, who can follow at Chisai236 on Tumblr, Corey, Kyle, The Lady Bugman, whose enemy blog you can find at baguburagu.wordpress.com, Small Wolfie, who is on Tapastic as Small Wolfie and has a comic there called Eden of Melancholy, Tom, Lishcoat, Azra McCool, Gene Hackmon, Matthew, Anthony, who is at Anto Classic on Twitter, Lismet, who is Lechmon on Tumblr, Sithobi, Elivorg, who is Elivorg on Tumblr, Sporky, McForkenspoon, who is the host of Digimon podcast called Going Digital, Megan, Kyliak, Neobu, Jams, The Time Optimist, and Silverhead Freak 25. You can also make one of donation at our PayPal, which we found in the description. It's paypal.me slash edgemon. Make sure that's not the podcast. See you guys next time. Bye! Bye.